0: It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. What are you talking about? No, it's not him! There is only one more! There is only one! More! That's it! One more! Get it around! No! They show your team. Put up zero effort. Wake up! Remember in the old days they used to have oxygen for Where's the oxygen? Play like absolute just garbage. <laughs> this. this is the Sports Loud mouth! Yay! Man, can you
1: keep it down? I'm trying to introduce here. With
0: Errol Marks and Speedy Speedy. You're not even a has fan. Here are never was. Here are never
2: was. We never are back, ladies and gentlemen, for a new show of the Sports Slamout. 631-672-3108 is the number to call. You can go to our website at www.worldwidesportsradio.com. Download our app. If you could download our app, go to Android, worldwidesportsradio.com. Coms, Speedy Petey, what's up, man? Looking forward to thank uh, Christmas
1: weekend. Almost uh, said Christmas. Thanksgiving. I did almost say Thanksgiving, yes. Christmas getting my holidays vic stuff in the festive mood, got some uh, beads on, including two of the necklaces you gave me as well. So I thank you for that. Uh shout out to uh Brittany giving me the uh, Christmas gift before the show as well uh, for my New York Rangers and uh, looking forward to a fun show as well. We got a uh, very fiery and great returning guest as well.
2: Yes, we do. And uh, we have the opportunity during the show to watch this horrible Jets football game as the New York Jets defense just have put up. Opposite attracted numbers when it comes to defense. They've looked horrible, but it seems like every Jet fan wants to blame Zach Wilson because of the Mike LaFleur play play calling and the defense of the New York Jets. It's it's Zach Wilson's fault because the defense can't stop a third down, third and six. Give me a break, okay? Has he played well? No. But they're running the ball 90% of the time. So what are we selling here? But we'll, we'll get into that in just a few moments. Um, at 10 o'clock, we'll be talking to MLB analyst and statistician, statistician for the ace of Spader.com, Ryan Spader. And by the way, you can check out his annual ball ball player ballot where he polls MLB alumni on who should be in the Hall of Fame. Speedy, so you could write this out a little bit easier so I can actually read it. Okay, but uh, yes. By the way, uh, the Jets look like they're going to get a call finally in the game because they haven't gotten one call. But that's – oh, it's on the Jets. Figure that one out. Eh, Never mind. (laughs) Never mind on that. I mean, George Font, another great offensive line productive player this year. But we'll get into that. Uh, We will get into the Jaguars versus the Jets in just a few moments. Pro Bowl rosters release the Jets. Sauce Gardner, Quinn Williams, DJ Reed, Garrett Wilson, and Justin – Uh, Hardy will make the team. Giants get Saquon and Dexter Lawrence. Uh, The Yankees interested in trading for Pirates center fielder Brian Reynolds. The Knicks lose a 2025 uh, draft pick, second-round draft pick to the Jalen Brunson tampering. Trevor Bauer reinstated but still suspended. And the Dodgers forced to release and activate. Uh, I'm sorry, the Dodgers forced to release and activate. Speedy, you need to write this down better because this is all sloppy and crap. And Week 16 picks. It's it's crazy. What do you, what do you? How do you expect me to read this when it's all over the place? Anyways, uh, you know, I'm watching this game. And I I know, and by the way, that was a late hit. So that should be a penalty right there. So I I I don't understand. I don't understand why the Jet fan, and there's a lot of Jet fans out there, and I'll sit here and I will make the complaints. The Jet fans want to point fingers, they want to blame Zach Wilson for everything. It is Zach Wilson's fault. He holds the ball too long. He does this. How about the play calling? How's that? How about the play calling, the horrible play calling by Mike LaFleur? How about that? This play calling has been absolutely horrendous. Horrendous. Throughout the regular season. And we we speak about it. And listen, I'm going to read off some of the text messages from my dear old friend because he thinks he knows everything. (laughs) Let's go into it, okay? Let's go. Hmm. He leaves the pocket and throws in, danger, in a dangerous ball. Okay. Let let's let's and I I want you I want you to listen to this show. All right. I'm I'm sending this out to all the Jet fans. I, I want them to understand something. Okay? And I'm sitting here and I'm 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 speaking from the heart here. When you watch this game and it is raining. And I'm not making any excuses for Zach Wilson because he hasn't played well. For you to sit here and blame Zach Wilson for the reason why they're losing, I don't know what you're watching. The defense started on the opposite field on the four, what was it, the five, five yard line? <laughs> four yard line. Four blocks. yard line. They took the ball all the way down for a touchdown. They had six. First downs on that rally. Six. And I'm not going to sit here and sell you that the Jets are a good team. The defense should play elite. I don't want to hear that they're third in passing defense or whatever they are, fourth in all offensive purpose yards. I don't care. Because when it comes down to a third and six or third and five, they're horrible. They're horrible. They're one of the worst defenses in the NFL when it it comes to third and six, third and seven, third and five. They let the Jacksonville Jaguars in the first quarter go up and down the field. As a matter of fact, their offense had over 150 yards in the first quarter. But Zach Wilson isn't this, and Zach Wilson... How do you expect Zach Wilson to pick up the offense when they run the ball first and throw second? If you fall behind, what do you have to do, Speedy? You have to throw the ball. You have to throw the ball. And the offensive line can't protect him. So what does that tell you? And then you want to know something? If... if, if he doesn't want to speak, if you don't want to speak, if you don't want to come on the show, Speedy, why don't you get into it? Because I, I'm, I'm just had it. I've had it with this.
1: Well, yeah, it's been a, a, a Jets team so far that has blamed everything. But Zach Wilson to blame tonight. When you look at the run defense, the third down, especially bigger runs that they've had in this game. They're letting Evan Engram. I know he's played better in recent weeks. Evan Engram beat you in the open field on these precise routes. And they're left wide open. As a Giants fan, Evan Engram has been very sloppy with his route running at certain points in his career. Drops. And they're letting this guy just carve up the defense. And then the second tight end, Dan Arnold, a longtime blocky tight end for the Saints, he gets a big play. There's no adjustments to that whatsoever, and that's the biggest problem I had with the Jets in the beginning of the season when it came to these assistant coaches. Both Michael Fleur and Jeff Ulbrich have a trouble with adjustments. Yeah, their pressure rate has been very good this year, fourth on the year, and their pass defense has been fourth on the year. But... Teams are starting to adjust to the Jets right now. Minnesota did it a little bit in the first half, not as much in the second half. And then Buffalo did it in the second half of their game. And Jacksonville's taking a little bit of each of those concepts, and the Jets have not adjusted to it whatsoever. We haven't seen them try to put an extra body on Evan Ingram, bracket him, whatsoever. They're doing a little better against the run, I guess. But Mike LaFleur on the offensive side is not helping either. You mentioned it. Run, pass. It's a predictable pattern right now. First down, run, second down, pass, pretty much every drive so far. And that's not ideal. And what happens?
2: Here's what happens. And I'm going to tell you what is going to happen in this game. They're going to fall behind so much that even when they start to play well defensively in the second half and they're stopping them, it's not going to matter. It's going to be pouring rain. It's going to to be hard to hold the ball. It's going to be hard to catch the ball. And the game's going to be over. Mm -hmm. So what does it matter? Look at this. They're letting Trevor Lawrence run all over them. This is defensive. Why isn't there a spy? Why isn't there a safety coming under? Why? This is what I mean. This defense can't stop a lick on third down. How do you expect to get off the field when every single time you have second and ten, second or third and seven, and they they get a first down? It's too easy. And they're adjusting
1: to the fact that the Jets continue to play baseman all the time. And Trevor Lawrence has gotten a couple of big runs at the end of the first quarter now into the second quarter. And they're not adjusting to this whatsoever. Robert Sala played a lot of zone when they came in. and They've done more man-to-man this year. But maybe they got to go back to the zone. Just Trevor the
2: Lawrence already has five carries for 41 yards. Five carries for 41 yards. It's not even mid-second quarter yet. It's not even mid-second quarter. But everybody wants to blame Zach Wilson. It is Zach's fault that this defense can't come off the field. Look at it. 31 plays, 162 yards. 14 plays, 62 yards. Whose fault is that? Mm -hmm.
1: Somehow it's Zach Wilson's fault that the defense is on the field and gashed for 32 plays already.
2: How about this? Stop a third and seven. Stop a third and six. Stop a third and five. Here's another first down.
1: Oh, Evan Ingram. Does it again. And he oh, looks God. like he's going. God, this looks like the, the bad tackling, too, is the other problem, too. The, the Jets were so fundamentally sound tackling before the bye weeks. What is
2: Mosley hurt now? He's faking his injuries? This team is horrible. And I don't want to hear it's Zach Wilson's fault anymore. This isn't Zach Wilson's fault. This is just terrible defense. Okay? And if I was Robert Sala right now, I'd call a timeout. I would pull my team to the side and tell, tell, tell my team, get them all in a circle and say, get your panties out of the bunch. Stop with these freaking wedgies. You're ready. Look, they're ready down on the Jets 35 in five or six plays. How do you expect to win a game like this? Yeah. If every time they're taking the ball down. Mm.
1: You can never win a game with that, many, that much time of a discrepancy when it comes to time and possession, for one thing, and secondly, with that many plays run. The Jaguars are, if they run
2: six more plays, this drive are going to triple what the Jets are doing for the whole game. And this is because of Mike LaFleur. I've been saying this over and over again. Everybody wants to point fingers to, uh, obviously, Zach Wilson. Who is calling the plays? Mm-hmm. Who's calling them? Because it's not Zach Wilson, and how about the offensive line? Are they ever going to protect him? Are they? Look at them. They have fourth. Look at them. They they can't do anything, and they're all happy. Look at them jumping around, Thomas and Franklin Myers. They're jumping around. You do, guy. You do understand that you're losing this game. Mm-hmm. You do understand that they're probably going to score on this play too, because now it's another third down. Third down and nine. They should be able to stop. And it. I will bet you they will get a first down on this. I will bet you they will get a first down on this.
1: Percentage-wise, league average for third and seven more or more yards is about 20%. So if they don't stop this again, that would be a really bad look. Oh, league they're for the not. I-, I
2: guarantee you they're not. Mm, like I guarantee you they're not. Look at this. Look at this. Wow. wow. They finally stop them. Fourth and three. <laughs> Fourth and three. And I, you know, if I was the Jacksonville Jaguars, I would go. It's Doug Peterson.
1: I would not be surprised. I would go, that. and
2: they're going to go for it. Here Man, they are.
1: Doug Peterson loves doing this.
2: Why not? The Jets can't stop it. No, they're not. They're bringing out the kicker. I'm surprised. Yeah, I am.
1: So, in this rain, too, I'm surprised. Which, actually, with, with Doug Peterson's tendencies, I'm definitely surprised that
2: he would not evolve to do that kind of thing in the rain. They, they're playing it safe because they know the Jets aren't getting a touchdown in this game. Why would they get a touchdown the way they run their offense? They run their offense like crap. Michael Ford stinks. That's a fr- that's oh, a good game. Yeah, he,
1: he definitely does stink. <laughs>
2: he, he stinks. He's a horrible offensive coordinator. This game, he's had no adjustments either. It's just horrible. The play calling, defensive play calling, uh, what we've seen with the Jets, it's just horrible. It's it's a joke. It's not. You can't sell this anymore. You can't sell this. Watching this team right now, I can't watch it anymore. Everybody wants to blame the offense. Watch the defense. Mm -hmm. How many third and nines? How many third and sevens? How many third and sixes have we seen the last four weeks? Do we remember the Patriots game, guys?
3: Uh
1: Do we remember the Patriots
2: game? How about that? Third and six, third and seven. First down, first down, first down. The first touchdown that the Jacksonville Jaguars had, they had six first downs. Mm -hmm. Six! How do you sell that? I don't care if you're... And I keep saying you're an elite defense. You want to know something? I take it back, Jeff. This isn't an elite defense. I don't care what the numbers show. This is an elite defense. If an elite defense can't stop a team on third and six, third and seven, it's not elite. I have seen this over and over. It's not even... It can't even sell to the fan anymore. And I'll, I'll admit, Zach Wilson's throwing the ball up there. When your offensive line can't protect you, you can't run the ball, and you have an offensive coordinator that has absolutely no idea what he is doing, how do you win? How do you win? If I was Zach Wilson, too, I'd just throw the ball up. It is embarrassing.
1: Davis Winston-esque football. George Font
2: stinks. I mean, Brown, Brown looks like he's 60 years old. It's not funny anymore watching this team it's an embarrassment and you want to know something it's going to get worse it is going to get worse in this game i could see it right now and you want to know something we we all know what they do in the second half and the jets get the ball in the second half does it really matter does it cuz we all know it's only going to get hard it's only going to rain harder as as the quarters go by and as it goes longer into the game it's going to be more wet They're going to drop the ball. Watch. Zach will drop the ball, or it'll be a strip fumble. And you know what? They'll blame Zach for it because the offensive line can't protect him.
1: Yeah, and it's been really a different series of looks that they haven't been able to adjust to either. The Jaguars, I think, have brought three safety blitzes already, and it's just the second quarter. And the Jets, no adjustment to it whatsoever. Tyler Conklin over there to block, nothing. Ozama, anyone to chip? A running back to chip, nothing.
2: I can't sit here as a Jet fan and 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 tell you that this team is going to come back and win cuz i i can't see it i cannot see it they can't run the ball they can't throw the ball they can't protect their quarterback they can't do anything it's awful and i'm not and jeff says i'm doing an awful i am speaking the truth i'm not crying about anything jeff obviously you don't listen to sports radio because I'm speaking out the honest truth about what I've seen with this team in just a short little time, and I'm crying. I'm not crying. I'm telling you that this team is horrible. The play calling. How do you set up for the last five days to play this team and come out absolutely cold? Cold! They have done nothing offensively in this game. And it's Zach Wilson's fault. It's Zach Wilson's fault because the offensive line can't give him a second to read or make his reads. His tight ends can't get open on the corners because they can't run the ball. But it's, you know, it's me crying watching this team. Look. Look at this. Look at this. Oh,
1: they're not, they're, the offensive lines play well. Zach Wilson's barely being hit, Eric, huh? Are
2: you kidding me? Uh. Are, are we watching this game? They can't protect him. So what is he going to do? So I, I, I mean, I, I understand why everybody wants to blame one player and they want to say this guy stinks and that guy stinks. If Mike White was playing this game, it'd be the same. They'd be in the same yeah. position. Oh yeah, they'd be in the same position. He can't get out of the pocket. There you go, Carl, former
1: Chicago Bear Roy Robertson Harris with the sack.
2: I'm just saying. I mean, I mean, if it was Mike White, Zach Wilson. Any of them. Look, the defensive line got right behind the offensive line. Look at that. Look at that. Is that, is that Zach Wilson's
1: fault? No, it's a simple thing of the Jaguars are just winning in the trenches. It's pretty. It's the pretty simplest form of watch this analysis you could
2: have. Look at this. Watch this. That's Zach Wilson's fault. That's Zach Wilson's fault. Because they can't protect them, Jeff. It's Eric keeps saying he's held the ball for three seconds. Nobody is open. It wasn't three seconds, was three and seconds. nobody is open. Eric, how do you? How could you look down the field when everybody, everybody
1: keeps passing this offensive line? That was anywhere from a second and a half to two seconds. There's no way you could have thought that was three seconds.
2: And then they're they have a long third in eighteen, yeah. and then they're going to kick the ball. And this is going to go on the whole game. You know why? Because this offensive line stinks. It stinks. And, and what I would be doing is I would be t- taking out two running backs, playing two running backs so they could block or help block right. so he has time to throw the ball. Because they're not doing anything offensively. They might as well have two weapons on the ends.
1: Either Maybe that or a running back at a tight end. Something to get more
2: protection. Or even some designed rollouts. It's horrible, To get man. away from this interior that just... I, 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 you can't sell me that this is all Zach Wilson's fault. And you want to know something? I know that's what the New York fans are going to do. That's what they're going to do. They're going to blame Zach Wilson. It's his fault. Mm-hmm. But uh, honestly, if you're watching this game, this is not his fault. It's called offensive line help, and if I was Robert Sala right now, I, I'd be sitting. Hopefully, that the game is close going into the second half, where you could sit down with the you, you know your offensive line and or with your offensive corner and figure out how you're going to protect the quarterback. Mm-hmm. I'm blind. Uh, how am I blind when Speedy's saying the same thing? The Jacks are blind? winning
1: in the trenches. It's pretty obvious to see. I, don't, I, I Again, I'm not going to say Jacksonville's play calling and offense. Like I don't amazing. want
2: Zach Wilson I, uh, as my quarterback. Do you not get it, Eric? Do you not get it? I don't want him. How am I blind? I don't care if he's my quarterback or he's not. Do you get this? It doesn't matter to me. But this isn't his fault. I don't think he's any good. I don't think Mike White's good. And if Mike White was playing, he'd suck too. How could you think that Mike White would be better than him? He can't move. He looks like Joe Flacco in the pocket. How do you, every single time. It's, it's two seconds. He's getting hits. Mm-hmm.
1: And no adjustments. <laughs> nothing for Michael Fleur. Nothing like a screen pass. Nothing to
2: counter any of this passer. And Jacksonville's, again, he had the safety. Uh, okay, play. he's not seeing. You reading what he's saying? Yeah. He's not seeing the field in the pocket. Really. He's not seeing the field. And you see the field? Because, I, honestly, if you're watching the game, Nobody's open. Nobody's open. Nobody. He's throwing checkdowns to their tight ends because nobody's open in the open field. Right. So what are you talking about? Do you know football?
1: No, that was the other key match. I'm just
2: saying, game. do you know football? Because you're taking shots and you're telling me, goodbye, okay, good, Eric, goodbye. You, you, know, you know what's the problem? Everybody thinks that I love Zach. I, I don't love Zach Wilson. I hate the kid. I don't want him to be my quarterback. As a matter of fact, that kid, Eric Martini... Wanted Zach Wilson. Yeah. I didn't even want him. That's true. I didn't even want him. You wanted And I still don't want him. But guess what? I'm not going to sit here and blame this kid for this. the way this team is playing. This is not his fault. No. But Jet fans like to point, point their fingers. How about assess what you have seen? This offensive line stinks. This defense can't stop anybody on a third and six or a third and seven. They just stink. It's it. They're going to lose this game. They're out of the playoffs, and let's move on to next year. If it's Zach Wilson or not Zach Wilson, they're not making the playoffs. No. So what does it matter? Wrong or right, it doesn't matter. Again, this is the biggest game to judge the quarterbacks. And, and, and Jeff says you did want him. He You rated him as number one. His yes. second
1: rating, not I, the my, first
2: My one. first rating, I didn't have him as number one. My second rating, when I watched the videos and watched the tapes, I thought... With his ability, I thought he was going to be the number one quarterback in his class. I did. But I did not want him. My number one guy was who, Speedy? Justin Fields. Justin Fields. That's who I wanted. I rated him as the fourth best quarterback in with this class. In the second in ranking. Second yeah, ranking. Right. I did, because when I watched him I, and really dialed down on what he could do right, he was more of a running quarterback than a throwing pocket quarterback, as well as he is right now in the NFL. But he's a good running quarterback, and that's better than any throwing ability that he doesn't have. Because they could still win like that. The Jets probably can win Justin Field the way he runs the ball.
1: Mm-hmm. And Justin Fields, he's he's dealt with plenty of the duress that Zach Wilson's been dealt with tonight over his years in Chicago, too. And nobody's blaming Justin Fields the same way the Jets fans will blame Zach Wilson. Is Carl going in our comment section going, all right, uh, be done with Justin Fields now. He's been hit like crazy. No, Carl stuck up for Justin Fields the same way Jets fans should be doing it in this game for Zach.
2: Mm. Well, I'm not going to sit here, and I'm not going to make excuses. I, I just... Honestly, I just want the season to end, and I don't want to hear it from the Jet fans anymore. So maybe if the Jets move on with Zach Wilson and, and guys like Eric Martini and all the Jet fans that wanted him and could say, look look how wide open this guy is. What is that, Kirk? That is ETN. That's ETN. What? Uh, that's that's Zach Wilson's fault, too. Yeah. How how that's dare, dare Zach Wilson, too. not bat down the pass. That's his fault, too. How dare he not
1: bat down the pass. Let me ask Get you a question. Get away with 12 men on the field.
2: Let me ask you a question. Why hasn't any of the defensive linemen – Gotten to just uh, I mean uh, Trevor Lawrence in the last pass I don't know three or four plays why haven't they gotten to him no. This elite defense Zach Wilson should rush the passer as the fifth. Guy. I'm just saying
1: <laughs> uh, obviously that's the case. Right, this
2: fans? This is embarrassing. Uh, it, it they're getting embarrassed and outplayed by a team that's really not better than they are. Not tell no, no they're not better. No. Look at this and look look at that. Hey, they finally got a hit on him. They finally put pressure on him. Finally, I, I again we're we're, uh, we're doing. I don't want to do play by play because there's nothing there's nothing no, to we're sell. We're turning
1: into. this into sort of a parody broadcast. It really is. It's just an <laughs> it's honesty. So much better.
2: It's so much honest. It's so. I am just being honest to the Jet fan. I am a Jet fan. This is an embarrassing. It, 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 really, the first half has been an embarrassing showing. If you remember, in the AFC, the AFC title game. In 2010, when Barts, it was 2010, uh, it was when the Jets beat New England before the AFC title game. Yes, that was
1: 2010.
2: That was 2010. Okay? And they played Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. Remember, they were down 20 to nothing in the first half. Remember that? Yep. Okay. And how just absolutely dominated they were. Because the defense couldn't stop anybody on third downs. Right. Couldn't stop anybody. Couldn't stop a nosebleed. Okay. Couldn't stop their like second and third, like their third and fourth receivers. Nope. Okay. And then all of a sudden in the second half they gave up nothing, nothing, and they still lost because they played obviously. But look at this. Another stupid easy play. First down. Look at that. What was that? Third and ten. Yep. Third and ten. How many third and tens have we seen? how many adjustments have we seen to uh,
1: running backs catching passes and tight ends catching passes mm-hmm. zero so far in this game and Evan Ingram, because of that has 83 yards and Travis Etienne's probably close to that when it comes to total scrimmage yards in this game and the Jets yes I know they have a great secondary with when it comes to sh- shutting down receivers. They've done well over the middle of the field. Those have been the two weakness, biggest weaknesses on their defense that they can't adjust to it whatsoever in their biggest game of the season to stay afloat in this playoff race because, yeah, they've gotten some helps recently, but these other teams are not going to stay this cold forever, especially the Dolphins. So
2: I got to find I, something. and I want to know something. I don't care if my friend Eric listens to the radio show or not. It doesn't matter because I'm an honest Jet fan and I, I am honest. And and honestly, this isn't Zach Wilson's fault. But hey, listen, Zach Wilson hasn't looked good as well as this team. Here comes another field goal kick, and here comes more points. And now they're down by, I don't know, two touchdowns. Well, they missed that, which mm. they were lucky. Yeah. They were lucky. That might that might give them a momentum. There's the spark you need
1: if you get anything. Cause no, they're...
2: they're not in this. Jeff, honestly, that was the easiest twenty five hundred dollars you won. He bet twenty five. Of Jeff, course he did. <laughs> Jeff bet twenty five hundred on this game for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, I understand they missed. Good. It doesn't matter.
1: That's their best chance with a good field position. If they can't score, and Robert strong- Sala's happy hard.
2: about it, but his defense can't stop a nosebleed. Mm-hmm. He can't stop a. They can't stop a nosebleed.
1: Yeah. Your biggest
2: thing to look at, Robert Sala, maybe signal to your defensive coordinator
1: to actually try to man cover or bracket Evan Ingram and ETN and or ETN. And
2: again, I, I, I'm a realist. I am a Jet fan. But I'm not selling this. Look, he's stepping in. Nobody's open. Look at that. He's got to do a check down. That is a check down to their tight end, ladies and gentlemen. Why did he have a check down? Speedy? Why do they throw it to the checkers? Because checkouts? their number two, number three receivers could not get open. There you go! That's
1: football! Finally, for the first time in six plays, they actually had good protection for once, and
2: they still couldn't even take advantage. No. They, they can never take advantage of anything. And that's why, right now, the way this team is played, I can't sell this ball football. I can't. And if you're a Jet fan, I, I understand you're watching the game, and you think, hey, if we had Mike White in the game, hey, if we had this guy in the game, and by the way, it's, it's, it, we're, we're in the second quarter. What is it? 15 seconds left of this uh, next yeah. quarter. Does it really matter? Mm-hmm. Does it, they're going to get Zerline in what to kick a 60 yard field goal on this win? in this way?
1: Yeah. That's going to be hard. I, I mean,
2: it'll be an absolute miracle if that happens. Okay. So it's, it, he couldn't kick it when it was, it wasn't raining. So with a 50 yard, 58 yards, it just, it, it to me, it's not. You can't sell this. Uh, Jeff was trying to call.
1: You want him through? Yeah, yeah, put him through. All right. I don't know if you would be able to handle handle everything going
2: on. I'm fine. I'm cool. Jeff, what's up, bud? Bro. Yes? Mm. Jeff, you there? Jeff, you there?
0: Yeah.
2: Okay, speak.
0: Bro, you got to calm down. It's only a 10 point game. Oh,
2: dude. The game's over.
0: It's not over. The, the Jets get the ball to start.
2: The it, are, half, are, are, we, to are we? Are we? Are we kidding? Are we kidding ourselves right here? Are we watching look, the same game?
0: It, look, it's going to be a low scoring game because of the weather and the rain and that kind of stuff. This kind of stuff happens, man. This game this is over. Far from over. This
2: game is over. I'm telling you right now, this game is over. Look at Robert Soller, You know, itching his forehead. I mean he knows the did, game's over
0: did, did the did the Minnesota Vikings fans think the game was over against the against the Colts yes uh, i did <laughs> and what and and what happened uh, listen and that was 30 30- Three points, yes, this and that's also third?
1: the Vikings offense and like the same <laughs>
0: amount of talent. Yeah. <laughs> this is 10 points. This is ten... oh, and just to top off my other night because I'm anti Jets all the way around. Mm. Uh, the oh. Bruins just beat the Jets, so that works. <laughs> oh, the Jets double Jets, uh, <sighs> anti
1: parlay is that figure? Is it, that it the figures case?
2: you would no, say no, something like no, that? No. I
0: didn't run it as a parlay, just oh, individual. Bench, that would have been funny. It figures again. you would say I something just full like that. Anti-jets tonight. So
2: I, I figured, I, I mean, I, I, how could you not be? How could you not be? Now, again, uh, by the way, the Rangers look like they're going to win. They're up 5-3 to three against the Islanders. Empty net goal. Game is over. Rangers win 5-3. to three. So, that's not good for me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Worst fan base in the country. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, thank you, Jeff. <laughs>
0: Uh, aside from you, Speedy, the okay. rest of them are mouth breathers Okay, you know, just sucker punching lightning fans walking through the walking through the stadium, just heathens. <laughs>
2: just. Heathens. <laughs> well, then,
1: thankfully, that guy's been arrested, so yeah, we, we don't associate with him <laughs>
0: Yeah, another New Yorker. What a shame.
2: No, but I, it, listen, what we've seen so far tonight with the Jets, honestly, you might say the game's not over. I think the game is over.
0: I, it's I only 10. Look, it's only 10 points. They can make halftime adjustments. I know that you don't believe that that can happen. It's not
2: it's going 8:00. to happen. It's not going to happen. I, I don't think Mike LaFleur knows what he's doing. I don't know. I, I don't really think that Mike LaFleur knows how to be an offensive coordinator. No,
0: I, I... Look, I know you don't like his play calling, but I think you're being a little too harsh on him because at the end of the day, here's the thing he has to try to call plays with a limited quarterback. And I know that that'll upset you too somehow, but like it's why hard is it? To
2: call First plays. of all, I, I again, I'm going to go back to this because everybody keeps saying it's going to annoy me. I have already told everybody I don't care if Zach Wilson's the starting quarterback next year. I don't care. So why does everybody think it's annoying me?
0: It doesn't, he doesn't annoy just does me. Too much. He just does too much dumb stuff like that. Again, he threw another ball tonight that should have been intercepted. That that jump ball he threw. That thank God. Uh, he just threw an interception Davis at the end of quarter. the fr- the quarter. Yeah, but that's you know, they didn't. That's whatever. With with 20, 10 seconds left or whatever, it didn't matter. Yeah. Well, I
2: I will say this, I, and I know what you're going to say. It's the only ten point lead. The game's over, and, and and that's that's what I've seen so far. There's this, there's nothing that sells
0: me that
2: this game if they,
0: if they come out of the locker room and cuz they get the ball to start the mm-hmm. half so if they come out of the locker room and get any kind They'll of still goal, lose. A touchdown or They'll still a field lose. goal
2: your attitude will change dude jeff i i'm telling you right now the game is over the game is over i'm not going i'm not going to sell this anymore and by the way uh jeff is a fan he calls the show a lot and uh he hates the jets so he's sticking up I for the jets
0: i don't i just hate their fans
2: okay i, I cowboys well okay you hate the fans and I don't like that. I I don't like this team, and I think this team is done. I think this game is two over.
0: Ago, mm-hmm. Two weeks ago, two weeks ago, you were calling them elite and naming and he called naming every other. I th- called their defense no, gonna, elite. No, that's not true because then he started naming every other team in the league that was like Jeff Carolina. They can beat them. Jeff Tampa. They can beat them. This guy, They can beat them. That's what you did. I hope they could beat any team in the NFC South. Jeff? Jeff? No, no.
2: no. Jeff? He was going through a whole list of teams
0: in every division. Jeff? They're better than them.
2: Jeff? They weren't. Jeff, are you done? Because uh, I came back and I actually, the next show that we had, I came back and said, if you misunderstood what I said, I meant their defense was elite. But you obviously didn't. Listen, but that's fine. I don't care. This is not going back and forth. I'm not going back and forth with where the Jets are. The Jets, t- right now, the Jets are just right now didn't show up. They didn't. They didn't practice or whatever. They didn't do. They they did not show up to this game trying to win. They look like of they course were.
0: They did that For first drive. Quinn Williams had a strip sack and they got the Quinn, ball and Williams. And Quinn and Williams. Quinn and Williams and I'm Quinn Williams
2: and Quinn and Quinn and Williams just so. So, everybody knows about Quentin Williams. Since that strip sack, they have done absolutely nothing defensively. They cannot stop this team third and seven. How many third and 10s have we seen in this game? We've seen a third and 11 get completed in this game. So, but that's Zach Wilson's fault. Now, I don't think Zach Wilson is the guy. And I don't care if he is or he isn't. The O line stinks. They stink. Okay. Brown looks old. Font needs to be gone. McGovern's going to be gone in the offseason. Bring in some young guys. This line stinks. And they can't run the ball. It, it, honestly, the last two weeks, teams have figured them out. They run the ball on the first down. They run the ball on the second down. And then they throw on the third. And they throw on the fourth if they go on the fourth. It, and it doesn't make sense when they're on their on, they're second and goal and they should just run the ball. They decide to throw the ball on fourth and, uh, fourth and goal. It doesn't make sense, and that's play calling. If Zach Wilson or Mike White, honest to God, anybody actually believe that if Mike White was playing, this game would be different. Honestly, it wouldn't be. How about you, Jeff? You think the game would be different if Mike White was playing?
0: Uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm not. In, I'm not in the. Do you same. think
2: the game would be the same or different if Mike Guy, Mike White was playing?
0: I think the Jets' offense is better when Mike White is in there. So, yeah, I think it would be different. I think instead of getting three on that, that opening drive or whatever you want to call that, that turnover thing, they probably get seven there. And, you know, football's a momentum game. If they get seven there instead of three, uh, you know, maybe everyone isn't bummed out, but I, I feel like everyone's um, body language and attitude changed when they didn't move the ball at all right there. And only came away with three points. They, they started. Well, what they start on was that the fifteen yard line. They you know, I, I, yeah, I really. I, you
2: yards. know what I really want to see? I want to. I want to see. I want to see Mike White come back because oh. I. I want to see him come back so I can laugh at all the Jet fans when he screws up. Because. I don't know. He's played. He's played in three games and he's had three games, four interceptions. You think those are good numbers? Don't don't give Jets fans
1: any ideas. You think those are good numbers? They'll see Mike
2: White screw up and ask for Chris Streveler. Four. He played in three games and four interceptions. I think it's four interceptions, right? Mike White. Mm -hmm. Yeah, great. Mike White's great.
0: I think the problem with trying to compare Zach Wilson to Mike White. I'm not comparing anybody. I Think they both stink. I understand that, but I think saying, oh, do you think Mike White would, I think it's doing a disservice to the whole thing just because, look, it's just one of those sloppy games where it's going to be raining and the ball's going to be hard to hold on to and it's going to be tough to throw and, you know, sometimes you have some of these ugly games, you know, Mm -hmm. and they need to find a way to run the football more effectively and that's what they need to try to do. Mm. All right, so
2: Mike White played in three games this year, okay, three games this year. And he has three touchdowns and two interceptions. Fantastic numbers. And the one game he had a fantastic game. Well, the two games. The the Vikings, where he, he couldn't score a touchdown, he had two interceptions in that game. Right. And then the game after that, when he played the Bears. I mean, the game before that, when he played the Bears. where They're the worst defense in all of the NFL. He had 315 yards and three touchdowns. And everybody thinks Mike White is the guy. It's ridiculous.
0: But I, I think that part of the issue is, like I said, when you saw that the Jets only came with three points uh, on that first takeaway, right? The body language kind of changed. And everyone was bummed out. I think it's a little different with Mike White because, regardless, they play harder for Mike. That's White. fine. They I like Mike the, White, but it, Mike White's not the guy. And if you that's
2: think, a, and it's it,
0: fine. That's fine. But it's also like and. It's also just that he tries because I just think that the entire. Do you team think it's? Do you hate Zach Wilson?
2: Do you think it's a coincidence that uh, that Mike White was waived by the Jets five times, five and brought him back five times?
0: Look, look that look that can happen to anyone. Did you a uh, uh, little side note because you're knocking the guy that kept getting cut, but because it, it was a cool video, did you happen to see the video the Commanders put out? No they had a kid, uh, I'm forget. I'm drawing a blank on his name, but the, the special teamer kid, he was waived by that team four times, and they put out a video of Ron Rivera telling him that he was the starter in the Pro Bowl this year, hmm. nice. right? So, you know, being waived, and, like, that's just part of, a part of sports for most players. Not everyone is, is, you know, like Aaron Rodgers who never got cut, right? Like, so, a lot of guys get cut, and now this guy persevered and made a Pro Bowl, right? So, like, getting cut... Who cares? Does, is Joe Burrow no good because Ohio he couldn't he couldn't get on the field at Ohio State? This no, he has, went somewhere else this has, and now he's Florida. This
2: I'm not speaking about that. Mike White is not a starting quarterback in the NFL. He is not. And anybody that he's thinks rookie. that he is right now, yeah, but he won't be next year. Anybody yeah, thinks that Michael, not. he's maybe, he's maybe not. not. He's not but you
0: could say that, but he's you could not say that about a, but you could say that about a ton of dudes. You know Ryan it, Ryan it's Taylor. so funny. Taylor it, hold on,
2: hold on, about? let me speak for a second. It's so funny. I'm listening to Eric and he's yapping his mouth and I hey listen, he loves Mike White. That's great. It, I I hope, I hope for your sake, because you love Mike White, I hope the Jets do sign him next year. I hope they do sign him next year. And I hope he plays all season long. And I'm going to show you, I'm going to explain to you at the end of the season how bad he really is. And then what are you going to say, Eric? What are you going to bring up after you see that Mike White isn't the answer? Oh, we're going to go to the draft. We're, oh, we're going to... No, because Robert Sala will be fired after next year if he starts Mike White. So will Joe Douglas, and we will be starting over. That's what's going to happen if they start Mike White next year. There is no way in hell they're going into the offseason with a backup quarterback as their starter. There is no way. And so is Zach Wilson. He will be gone, too. He will be sitting in the pie bench at, at, at the end of this season, and he will be wondering what's going to happen to him because he'll probably either be traded or he will be a bench warmer next year because he will not be starting on this team he will not be starting on this team. Mm-hmm. That, that 2023
1: Patriots. season is the end of the or the second to last year for a lot of the rookies in 2021 that had that they had, the Jets had that great draft. So who says they don't force their way out either?
2: And, and and you keep bringing up this interception that he threw at the end of the at the end of the. Uh, at the end of the quarter, he just threw the ball up there. Uh, it didn't matter. Eric, Eric, yeah, I mean, it, Eric didn't it didn't matter. matter. You keep calling, you keep thinking that this interception was a big interception. He threw the ball up there. He was trying to get yards so Zerlane uh, or Greg the Gleg could kick the ball or draw Greg a penalty, Garland. something like
1: that. Yeah, just something to draw a penalty. Where you that's what they field. were
2: doing. I, I don't know why he, he wants to count that as an interception. You want to call that an yeah, I mean, interception? Foolish. It's foolish. It's ridiculous. It, you say it doesn't matter well it, it does matter when you watch this game and this defense can't stop a lick they can't stop anybody and you watch they they'll 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 come out strong the defense will come out strong in, in in the third quarter and then they might get three points and it might be a touchdown and they'll go into the fourth quarter and the defense again won't be able to stop third and seven third and six third and eight third and ten you know f- third and twelve they can't. And this is a big problem. And and this has been a problem all season. As good as they are defensively and how they stop people from scoring touchdowns, does it really matter if every single team can take the ball from the fourth four yard line all the way to, to the end zone? It's embarrassing.
0: So, Not for me. <laughs> I, I'm getting a mortgage payment.
2: Well, I'm good. Good for you.
0: The anti Jets Knights. <laughs> Oh, I yeah, speedy sometimes you got to do it. Sometimes the sometimes the, the, you know, the stars speak to you. If you is see it, something in the stars. Is that star the first time you've
1: ever done a two mutual uh, same team name night or anything? <laughs> no, no,
0: I no, I very often play the anti-Cowboy parlay cuz I hate Oklahoma State as well. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oklahoma State.
2: What's your grudge match. with them? Uh, <laughs> he keeps it, it, you know what's so funny. Eric keeps calling me bias. How am I biased? Why? Because because of Zach Wilson. I just told you I don't want Zach Wilson and I don't want Mike White as my starting quarterback. They both stink. I
1: think he's very in between on Zach Wilson, not really committing one direction. They Uh
2: both stink. I don't want them both. How am I biased? Because I because I don't want to blame Zach Wilson for this game. It's not his fault. The offensive it is though. Yes, there's bits and pieces that are his fault. Are you gonna tell me you're gonna tell me right now if you were to pick the top reasons why they're losing this game it's Zach Wilson because it's not And here's no, number no. one the I, defense I would, I would. the defense is one the defense is one number two the play calling. number three the offensive line. number four Zach Wilson he is well, the number four
0: But let's be honest here right A lot of this is just good jags and not bad jets because they had that 196 yard drive. That they scored on that ate up a bunch of time that limited the amount of possessions. Jeff, they were rolling out on every
2: single one of those plays. The defense should have known. And by the way, as Speedy, we were watching. We were watching every single down, every single down, every single time at the line of scrimmage. Did I not call run? Did I not call throw? Every single time. I'm not even a defensive coordinator. I am not even a defensive coordinator. I look at the positions, where they're playing, how they're playing, how they're positioning themselves, where Trevor Lawrence is setting up. You can tell it's a running play. Why aren't you plugging in the gaps? What are you doing? How is Travis Etienne running all over you when you can read it? You he can see it.
1: He is a good running back. But... He
2: is a good back. But this is a good defense, and this is a defense that could stop the run. How are they not? It just doesn't make sense.
1: It's just a defense with no adjustments.
2: Every single time I was calling a play, I knew it was a throw. I knew it was a throw. And how? Yeah, I, mean, I am not. I, I'm not Robert Sala. And how is it? How is it that the Jaguars know what the Jets are doing before they do it? <laughs> how about this? Scouting. Mike Mike LaFleur stinks as an offensive coordinator. How's that? He stinks. And how could you let a quarter? Right now, you have a rookie quarterback trying to teach a quarterback that's coming from BYU, from Utah, who never played against an SEC team, never played against a Big dead team. So, to me, it's to me, it's complete power. State. Look at this: forty-one plays, two hundred and fifty-one <laughs> yards. 21 this plays, 66 is, this yards.
0: Is ridiculous, though. Now you're knocking him for his college career. When you had him ranked over everybody. Oh, my God.
2: Again, we're going to go back to this because I, you're not listening. When we first picked, before, before we went into the draft, but after the end of the season, I had Justin Fields as my guy where I wanted the Jets to draft. Anybody that knows me, anybody, I'll go back and I'll play it. I'll find it. We'll play it next week. I wanted Justin Fields. Then when we got closer to the draft, and I watched his pro day, and I watched video, and I had the opportunity to see him move his, his footwork and everything like that, and the way he plays the game, I really thought he could be the best quarterback in this class. Boy, was I wrong. Okay? I was wrong in my second half. Honestly, the best quarterback in this class right now, even, even Trevor Lawrence playing the way he is, statistically,
0: it's Justin Fields. No, it's Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence has been the best quarterback. The last four weeks.
2: The last four no, weeks.
0: Seven weeks now. That, it was four weeks, three weeks ago, dude. Right? He's been he's been terrific and he's coming on. And not for nothing, Justin Fields, besides that one highlight run, he was terrible against the Eagles. Terrible. Mm. All but right. He had that one great run, so everyone thought he did good. He didn't. He threw for like 120 yards.
2: Okay. Let me let me look at Trevor Lawrence's numbers in the last couple of Weeks okay. Uh, the Cowboys, he was good. Titans, he was good. Lions, he sucked. Uh, Ravens, he was good. I, they stink defensively. Chiefs, he was mm, okay. Uh, Raiders, he was not good. Broncos, he was not good. Uh, the Giants, we're talking about the Giants, he had 310 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Right. Colts, right, want, 165 you want, you want yards. Texans, right, 240.
0: It's not you good, go man. Justin Fields last week, 152 yards. That's that's what he did. The week before against Green Bay, 254, no touchdowns, two interceptions. That's not good. Against Atlanta, who stinks, 153 for one touchdown and one interception. That's not good. The week before that against Detroit, 167, two touchdowns, one interception. That's not good. The week before that, 123 yards against the Dolphins, 151, 170. This dude can't break throwing for 200 yards. That's he because can't. he has
2: nobody to throw to,
0: <clears throat> Jeff. And that's, and that's fine. But saying that, that that he's ahead of Trevor Lawrence at this point is flat wrong.
2: No, I'm saying that throughout this season, honestly, throughout this season, if, if I were to choose who I think I would want as my quarterback, look, nobody can get open. <clears throat> nobody can get and open.
0: And Justin Fields has had continui- continuity. He's had the same coach. Trevor Lawrence had to do no, something. No, no they changed have... coaches this year. Well, oh, well, fine. I don't even care. How about that? But Trevor Lawrence still did someone, something. Yes, yeah, no so with Urban Meyer. Yes, the worst single-season play... coaching tenure. Mm. Yes. Dude was too worried about getting lap dances at his own bar in Columbus, Ohio, so he didn't even fly back with team. Uh. Yes. Did you, that did you hear Ryan. that they
1: might consider bringing him back if they get rid of Day? <laughs> They're not going to. I, for, for their sake, they better not. You they never they're know with gonna. them. They're they're crazy enough to do that.
0: Jeff, yeah, I mean, they are cra- they are crazy enough to do it. But I mean, dude, this is going to be a game, dude. It, it's it's going to be close. The Jets are going to come out and score some points here.
2: I don't think so. I don't think I so. Mean,
0: I think the game's o- together. I,
2: I think the game's over. I'm just letting you know what's going on.
0: Dude, trust me. Anytime I bet on something, it's never over. It's never over. Yeah. Although I am catching. Two so, so you're always
1: good on under bets. Is that what you're saying?
0: <laughs> no, I'm telling you anytime I bet on anything, even when I win and I win a fair amount, dude, it's always a sweat. Oh, by the
1: always. way, you never answered my question. Why, why do you dislike Oklahoma state?
0: <laughs> oh, dude, I, I hate everything about them. They always think they're good and they're not. Oh, okay. I, I, every, dude, every year we can go back to when I was arguing. No, with they, have a, they have
1: a very similar
0: pattern. I know that. <laughs> We can go back to when I was arguing with Maddie Caps when Mason Rudolph was there, and then Maddie was like, "Oh, Oklahoma State." I was like, dude, "Oh, his vendetta against Baker a- Mayfield." Yeah, that's right. I was like, "I was like, dude, they're gonna get stuffed in a locker by TCU, and they did, mm. right?" And it's like, dude, any time a big game pops up, do not do dude, just bet against Oklahoma State. You will be a rich human being. <laughs> and and I hate Mike Gundy's stupid mullet. He's an idiot. Mm. Right, he's probably one of the dumbest human beings on the planet. But because Oklahoma State doesn't have any more rich boosters since T Boone Pickens uh, died, the uh, they they can't afford to fire him and get anyone else. They're out of money. No more rich boosters at Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not and that's idea. why they're bums.
2: And watch this. Trevor Lawrence has the ball. He's going to run right here. He's running the ball. I'm telling you right now. Here we go. Running the ball. There goes. Pitch. Jets can't stop the run. There goes. Etn gives him gives him five yards. So there you go. And I'll, 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 t- I'll call every single play on this thing. I will tell you every single time they're going to run the ball. And going to... Now, if, if you see this going on, and I'm not a defensive coordinator, ladies and gentlemen. I have never been a defensive coordinator in any sport. Except hockey. I can I can, I can play. I can coach hockey with my eyes closed. But I, right here. Watch. Ready? I'm going to watch the setup right over here. Okay, he's in shotgun. Now, I am going to, he is going to throw the ball right over here right there almost the first down and now before it even happens he's running the ball it's third down now i, I i'll see how he positions the plays. I, I i just two plays i already just called i am telling you what's going on before Boy, it even happens it. he's
0: going to quarterback sneak it it's third and 1
2: yeah i don't not, not necessarily he might run it they do a good amount of qb draws yeah. too with this team this we'll jackson i'll tell you right now so. I'll tell you right now how he, he's going to pitch the ball here. Because this, this just shows you how, how bad the Jets' defense has played in this game. Okay? Here we go. He's running the ball. ETN's going to oh, get the ball.
0: that's right. Quarterback sneak.
2: No, ET, uh, You got it over here. How did you? you yours is performing? Yours is because because I'm I'm you're I'm streaming on the computer. Oh, he's streaming. Yeah. The, okay, I got it. I got it. Oh, my, that's right. My computer streaming. will be a
1: little behind. That's right. Jeff's watching on the main feed. That's right. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, I'm not watching it on the main feed. No. I'm streaming it like you. I'm watching it on Word. Oh, so yours might be faster. Okay, so yours is a little faster. Maybe
2: yours okay. is faster. I don't know. I, I, Amazon might be faster on his computer than ours. No, that, it
1: happens. Yeah, that I don't know.
2: But, hey, listen. I told you they were going to run it. Did I not? Yes, you so, did. So, oh. they're going to throw it here. Oh, surprise now They gonna, didn't.
1: They, no. no, they ran with Hasty this time, not ETN. You know,
2: which is surprising. Look, they can't even tackle him. <laughs> Jeez.
0: They can't even tackle him. But the way they're running the football, they should just stay running the football. Yeah. I I think so too. And then they didn't. Then they throw it. Yeah, then they'll go back to having Evan Engram get a twenty-yard catch.
2: Nope. Yeah. just to Marvin annoy Jones me more.
0: <laughs> who who who? What happened? Marvin Jones Jr. on an out, first down.
2: There you go. I I I think this game is over. So
0: hopefully, let's get a score.
2: <laughs> Anyways, thanks, Jeff. Call back later.
0: Oh, always fun. Thanks for the money, Jets. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, man, it's funny. Watching this game is funny. It's, I mean, it's,
1: again, most of our segments are parody
2: commentary. <laughs> it is. It's funny. It It, it, it is funny. It's absolutely – I'm not devastated because I kind of figured it was going to happen. I'm doing a radio show and, and just, just – uh, I don't know what he – my point proved. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know what he's talking about. What – what is his point I I don't understand what uh, Eric's uh, point is I, I I don't know I think Zach Wilson stinks I think Mike White stinks. I think this defense is overrated. I think the Jets are just not any good okay that's what it is they they can't beat a team that they're better than and that's just it as a jet fan that's what I see right now and until proven otherwise they and they, by the way, They can't run, and they're letting a team that they're better than running. They're better – the Jets are a better running team than the Jaguars, and the Jaguars outrunning them.
1: Maybe they need the ex-Jags running back James Robinson to run out of the locker room and storm on the field (laughs) for his revenge game. Just
2: saying the truth. Hey, Errol, what happened to all your commentary of last offensive series? Eric, first of all, I'm not commentating anything. I'm talk- I have a radio show going on. One, number two, I'm not going to comment on anything. The Jets' offense stinks, and that has a lot to do with everything on the offense, not just one. And and, and again, Eric, look, there, oh, there's, the Evan again. there's another. There's, there's another. 100 yards. First down.
1: <laughs> there's a hundred yards.
2: Uh, Evan Ingram has a hundred yards going into the third quarter. Oh yeah. Zach Wilson's fault.
1: Yep. Zach Wilson should go out there and cover Evan Ingram. By the way, the Titans are also dead to me, too, for letting Evan Ingram break out and then losing to the Chargers last week.
2: Anyways, <laughs> um, why don't we go to a quick break? When we come back, we will be talking to MLB analyst and statistician for the ace of Spader.com, Ryan Spader, here on the Sports Loudmouths.
0: You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. This is the Sports Loudmouths. We are back, ladies and
2: gentlemen. As you know, you're listening to the Sports Lab Mounts. I'm your host, Errol Marks, my co-host, Speedy Petey. Listen to and check out our website. Well, listen to our website. Check out our website at www.worldwidesportsradio.com. 631-672-3108 is the number to call. Ah, watching this game. Oh my god, it makes me want to scratch. I want to have a heart attack watching this game. I can't watch this anymore consistently or even spiritually. If you're a Jet fan, I just want to throw up. Okay? that's what, But we're going to go off football because I'm better off not talking about this anymore because it just makes me even more sick. We have our first and only guest of the night, and we're happy to have him on again, giving us the time as always. We are now talking to MLB analyst and statistician for the ace of spader.com ryan spader mr ryan what's up bud
3: what's going on fellas am i on mute now i don't even know
2: no you're on (laughs) we hear you
3: all right good to go uh, What's
2: happening? Uh, we're good, as as you can hear. Uh, I'm just disgusted with the New York Jets. I mean, being a Jet fan makes me want to throw up. and uh, watching well, You're Trevor-
3: going to be upset with me, man, because uh, I'm on the Jags. I'm on the Jags with the points. Good. I'm on the Jags with the points with Trevor Lawrence over 175 yards passing already there. Mm-hmm. And now I just need a touchdown for the trifecta. Uh, I get a touchdown through the air. He obviously ran for one earlier. Doesn't do me any good. I, I need one through the air, and I'm hoping to get that right here on third and 18. Probably not though. I, I, gonna I bet to, you. I bet you. Gonna have to, to st- stay. Gonna have to stay in the ball game though, the Jets, because otherwise they're just gonna shove the ball up the gut. Uh, not gonna get it with that.
2: Oh, he's gonna he's gonna get a first down here. He's been getting no. a first down on third and 11.
3: Yeah, I think you know what I think you're behind because, uh, like you were saying. Uh, on the last call, because uh, I just saw the play and he did not get the first thing.
2: Well, he gets the points. There you go. Anyways. I don't want the points. He needs I need a, a touchdown. touchdown. <laughs> wow. He needs his bets. Uh, by the way, Ryan is on with us. Check out his annual ball player ballot where he polls MLB alumni on who would be in the Hall of Fame. So check it out. Uh, how, do you, how do you find it, Ryan?
3: I just post it on my website, and then every single ballot I get, I post on the uh, the old Twitter machine,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and um, every year I've done this. this is the fifth year I've done it. I've got um, ballots out to, I believe, 220 or so, and they'll be alumni. Uh, usually, I get about a 50% return rate on those. Not everybody you know, gets around to it. Um, I do have... My usual suspects, guys, who are, I can count on to participate every single year. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times I get guys who um, who are still on the ballot to participate. I don't allow them to vote for themselves, but then I don't penalize them. So, for example, Andrew Jones, Scott Rowland, Todd Helton, they'll all fill out ballots. They can't vote for themselves. So let's say I get 100 ballots. Uh, because those guys can't vote for themselves, when I compare for results, I'll only go against ninety-nine for those guys since they were unable to vote for themselves. So I don't hold it against them.
1: Huh. Hmm. That's very interesting. That's a really cool concept the way they did it. So you said 220 you've you've interviewed so far?
3: Uh, I so what I do, I have a a backdoor website on my website. Okay. That um I provide them the link and a password to and then um I, I do that just, I have a, a Rolodex to, to throw it back into olden times of, uh, of, ball players uh, contact information. And I just mass email, blind copy, all of them send a mass email. And I'm like, Hey guys, look, I'm sorry. I can't send you all a personal email. There's a shit right. ton of you on here. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, um, of course. so, you know, here, here's the info you need and, um, you know, get get around to it whenever you can. Um, I, I just got it out the other day. Uh, I was a little late because I was working on the Todd Helton piece yeah. and, um, uh, I already got 14 in in the first two days. Uh, nice. my, uh, I'll expect to get north of 100 uh, total. Like I said, not everybody gets around to it every year. I do have guys who do get around to it every year. So guys spend a lot of time on it. One guy comes to mind is John Baker. Um, every year he writes like a thousand-word essay about why he voted for who he voted for. <laughs> he, he always does a really good job. He sticks out. Kurt uh, Schilling, the always popular Kurt Schilling, always spends a lot of time on his uh, explains every single one of his picks. Um, a, a lot of different guys. Uh, I, I also get a, a bunch of Hall of Famers who are who will participate in this every single year too, which is pretty cool. That's really cool.
2: As everybody knows, we are talking to MLB analyst and statistician of the aceofspaders.com, our friend Ryan Spader. This is the third time Ryan's been on the show. Yep. Happy to have him on uh, as we are watching this uh, crappy New York Jets Quarterback, uh, you know, play and really nasty offensive line and defense. So let, let's let's get off football because I don't want to talk about it on this interview. But I, I want to get into obviously this offseason, and a lot of people are taking shots at uh, an owner right now, uh, Steve Cohen, aka Uncle Stevie, for spending as much money as he has the last two and a half years, spending almost one point. Three billion dollars on players. Uh, obviously, everybody knows, or you know, about the Carlos Correa signing. As the Giants decided not to give him, uh, you know, a, 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 they, didn't, they decided not to sign him. You know, hours before when they were going to introduce him as a Giant, then you know, hours later, he's a New York Met, signs a twelve-year, three hundred and fifty, a fifteen million dollar contract. What were your thoughts when you heard that the Mets uh, just snagged him away from the Giants?
3: Honestly, my thoughts at first were, as a Phillies fan, I mean, I, I just hate the Mets. I hate them very, like, a, a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a baseball guy, you know, I see one owner was quoted saying, our sport feels very broken right now. We've got somebody with three times the median payroll and has no care whatsoever for uh, for the long term of any of these contracts in terms of the risk associated with them. How exactly does this work? I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around it. And I'm just like, dude, the rest of the league just needs to get their weight weight up. I, I hate the Mets, but like this guy is doing what any number of these owners could do. I mean, we see, we saw as recently as what, a couple of years ago, the I think the A's had a payroll of like $22 million. Yep. You've got to be kidding me, man. It's absolutely ridiculous there should be a a salary floor. Forget talking about salary cap. Mm. There should be a salary floor, make it a hundred million, make it whatever million, 150 million. And, um, let's make baseball more competitive. You're not going to make baseball more competitive by colluding like they did back in 1987 for owners, not to sign guys and for other owners to be pissed at Steve Cohen's throwing his weight around like, sorry, that sucks. Uh, you know, to me, um, somebody had commented on when I said, you know, I hate the Mets, but the rest of the league needs to get their weight up. Somebody said, the owners don't care about the Mets spending, just the, it's just the media trying to get clicks. And I, I said to him, yeah, the media is always trying to get their clicks, but otherwise you're completely wrong. Uh, the way I view Steve Cohen as a, as a, um, as a baseball franchise owner is sort of like Donald Trump is a politician. I mean, he's breaking their unwritten rules. He's breaking their unspoken code, and he's introducing chaos. He's not welcome. He's not welcome because he's not playing by the rules, which is exactly why, you know, our former president wasn't welcome by either side, Republican or Democrat. You know, he just didn't want to play by the politician rules. He wanted to run the country like a business, and people didn't like him for that. Um, and I'm not talking about constituents. I'm, I'm talking about fellow politicians and that's what that's kind of how I see Steve Cohen right now is he has introduced chaos something that baseball has never seen somebody who's willing to throw their weight around and um i mean they're going to have a payroll this year including the tax of over half a billion dollars yep. and frankly he doesn't give a shit mm. he wants to win and he wants to bring a championship to that city to uh To what is it? Queens, right? Mm -hmm. He wants to bring, he wants to bring Queens a championship and uh, you know, more power to him. I hope that other teams are like, you know, I hope it lights a fire under their ass. I hope the Phillies are like, shoot, you know, they they went out and got Trey Turner, but then they got to be like, okay, this isn't enough. We got to do something. We got to do something more. We probably should have gone after Rodon. We probably should have gone after Bassett. We probably should have gone after um, goodness. I forget what's the kid's name from uh, Japan that the Mets signed. starter. Senga, thank you. Um, And, uh, you know, what's going to be really interesting here is Bauer just had his uh, suspension cut, um, probably rightfully so. Uh, You know, regardless of what you feel about the situation, it was proven that, you know, he he didn't do anything wrong. I, I mean, I whatever people's fetishes and shit. I'm not here to yuck anybody's yum. Right. (laughs) Uh, it's, it's, it's weird stuff in my opinion. It's, you know, not, not my, up my alley, but, um, uh, it, it kind of was proven in a court of law that, you know, he, he didn't, uh, he didn't do anything without consent, which if that's the case, I mean, fine, whatever it's, it's, it's weird in my opinion, but who am I to say, right. And, um, here, he's going to be welcomed back into baseball, according to the Arbiter. Uh, the Dodgers aren't going to welcome him back. They're probably going to release him. They have until January 6th, ironically, to uh, release him or add him back to the roster. Right. They're going to likely release him. And then you know what's going to happen? I would bet just about anything that Stevie Cohen is knocking on his door oh, God. to go ahead and sign him. And you know what's you know what's crazy about that? Is Cohen's not going to have to open up the checkbook to sign him. All it's going to take is a league minimum deal because the Dodgers still have to pay him his salary this year. Mm. And his salary is thirty seven point five million dollars this year that they're going to have to pay him not to pitch for their team and to pitch for another team and help that team uh, into the postseason and then potentially into the World Series. And I think that's what's going to happen. I think he's going to end up on the Mets just uh, just as well.
1: Oh yes, Trevor Bauer would already go along with the uh, mm. the other pitchers, the f- flashy name pitchers for different reasons on the Mets team. And now uh, Noah Syndergaard, the other big name, goes to the Dodgers, ironically back. So mm. wouldn't that be quite a swapping? So- Noah
3: Syndergaard sucks. I was so mad that the Phillies got him. I was en- enraged. Don't worry. you don't I'm have to all- deal with him anymore. <laughs> I was so I knew that they were in deep crap when they got him because he. I just knew he was not. He wasn't Thor anymore, man. He he lost his hammer, I guess. so yeah. to say. All right, well, I wanted them to move on Rodon and they didn't he,
1: do it. He
2: didn't lose his hammer with the models he's dating. That's about it.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, good for him.
2: All right, I, I want to ask you,
1: speaking of the Phillies, because I know you actually texted me. We were trying to get you on the show during the playoffs. You actually texted me. You were actually at one of the World Series games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what was that experience yep.
3: like? It was awesome. So, um I think, uh, I've told you guys before, Lance McCullers, who pitches for the Astros, is a good friend of mine. Yep. I'm close with a bunch of the guys in the Astros because, you know, I stuck up for them. I was one of the only ones willing to stick up for them during the whole cheating scandal. And, um, uh... You know when you when you go to bat for guys, they they tend to um, gravitate towards you. Now McCullers and I have been bu- uh, boys since he was in the minors, so mm. it was long before any of that stuff happened. And he's introduced me to a couple guys. A uh, couple times I've gone out on the road and um, you know met them for a game in Baltimore and uh, had some drinks with these guys afterwards and stuff. So McCullers always is willing to hook me up with tickets and stuff, and I kind of hate it because he never lets me pay for them because when it comes to Regular season games, players get tickets. But postseason games, they actually have to pay for the tickets. So what I always end up doing is uh, donating to his um, Lance McCullers Jr. Foundation, which is uh, benefiting dogs uh, in need of homes Mm -hmm. so that they are not put to sleep. I hate that term because not murdered, really. And um, so, uh, yeah, he invited me down for one of the games. Um, I, I had to make it because... The last time he invited me down was when they were in the world series in 2017 because he didn't pitch when, um, they played the nationals. Although I went to one of the games, uh, in Washington as well, because he was hurt. But, uh, in 2017, he invited me down and I was still in the Marine Corps and I was transitioning from one base to another. I tried to catch a flight. The flight ended up getting canceled. I missed the flight. And then two world series tickets went to waste when, um, just sitting there in the box office waiting for me to pick them up. And obviously I never made it. So I had to do whatever I had to do to get down there this time, especially with them playing the Phillies. And so I made it down there and I couldn't tell you, man, I had, I had the greatest experience. Those people down there are so great. So nice. The city was at least where I was, was so clean. The food was delicious. Everybody was just awesome. It was way different, a way different experience than like going to a game and, or even a, a World Series game in Philadelphia, uh, in DC. When anywhere they eat else, crap, um, is
2: that what you're talking about? When they eat dog crap or whatever, horse crap after uh, they won the Eagles <laughs> the Super Bowl. That was disgusting, by the way. I don't know if anybody checked that out. And I and I actually root for the Eagles. If it's not the Jets, like my Jets aren't making the playoffs now. So I'm going to be rooting for the Eagles. I wanna see them win. But the fans are out of the, out of control, and were, you were pretty passionately rooting for the Phillies too. Yes, I yes I was. Yes, I, I actually picked Phil- the Phillies to win uh, to win the World Series. Actually,
3: yeah, I, you know what that cost me, right? I'm sure you saw on Twitter.
2: No, I, I actually didn't see it.
3: I had a $1,776 bet for the Phillies to win the World Series at 35 to one. Oh, really? Uh, if they won, I would have won sixty-two thousand six hundred ninety-six dollars and twelve cents. Um, I was offered at one point a thirty-two thousand and change buyout, mm-hmm. which I rejected,
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, obviously, and uh, I, I wrote it into the ground and uh, lost.
2: So <laughs> there's I
1: wouldn't say there's a common betting thing that I wouldn't tweets on sports. will say, just don't bet on your own team. You get too emotional. It's I wouldn't like, cry bro.
2: about that. I had an investment in the beginning of the year where I lost almost 80 grand. Okay. So I, I, I think that's worse than betting yeah, on something me that we didn't with, have.
3: That's me with Tesla right now. I'm uh, just getting burnt. Tesla. Oh, <laughs> dude,
2: dude, I could tell you this, by the way, we were, uh, st- uh, talking and speaking to MLB analyst and statistician for and from TheAceOfSpader.com, Ryan Spader. Check out his annual ball player, ball, OT, is it a ballot? I'm sorry, Spe- Speedy has this all rotten and all over the place. Ballot where he polls MLB alumni on who should um, who should be in the Hall of Fame. So uh, check out, uh, go check out his uh, website at TheAceOfSpaders.com. Um it's so funny because Tesla, my friend had Tesla and he had he was eighty thousand dollars up. I think it was eighty seven and a half thousand dollars up, and then all of a sudden it just fell apart, and now he's down to three grand. He has three grand in his account after and I told him to buy out of it. I said Buy out of it when it, and it started to dip. It was right, what, at 72,000, 73,000? I said, dip out of it, get out of it. And he, he did not listen to me. And then I found out on Saturday of last week that he stayed in it and he's, he's down to 3,000. Could you imagine that? You had 85000 or $86,000 and you're down to three.
3: Yeah. So I, I can, because, uh, last October, for example, in the stock market, I lost about 125,000 mm-hmm. in a single month. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I used to do this for strictly for a living and it's a tough way to live. Um, it's fun to do on the side, but it's never fun to lose big money. Uh, and, uh, I'm, I mean, I'm doing that on the, on the daily at this point, but, um, I I'm the kind of person where, you know, if, if I'm not playing the option market, which I'm not doing right now, I'm being a little bit more conservative when it comes to just stocks and long positions, I, I'm just going to keep adding you know if it goes down, I'll just buy more right? uh, whatever With, you know I, I'm, I don't, I'm not going to sell it. give me bring give it to me bring me, bring on 2030 2040. I don't I don't care.
2: Well, you think Tesla will go back up?
3: I'm certain it will yeah,
2: really. That's interesting. And by the way, check out Ryan's annual ball player ballot where he polls MLB alumni on who should be in the Hall of Fame. Go to the com. All right, so
1: I'm going to move on to the offseason with your team with the Phillies. Trey Turner, 11 years, $300 million. I thought it was a bargain for that kind of thing, and then they bring in Taiwan Walker as well. I know you were saying they should do you should try to get more pitching. Do you think they'll is there any other targets that you would want pitching-wise? What do you think about those two contracts?
3: So I I'm, I'm inclined to agree with you. Um, people were saying, "Oh, true, Tarter." You know what? One thing that Philly fans that drive me nuts what they do is they act like it's their money being spent, and I'm just like, "You guys are you guys are insane! Like this is what it costs to get one of the best players in the game. Are you like, are you nuts? Like, yeah, you got to give him 11 years. Who gives a shit? Mm. Like, if he's awful in the last two, buy him out. Whatever. It's you're you're not." Paying this guy for years, 9, 10, and 11, you're, you're trying to get what you can in the first six, seven years of this deal, and then just hoping for the best. And so that's what it costs now. I mean, look at how many um, decade-plus deals have been signed. You got Carlos Correa, even after that you know nonsensical deal with the Giants. Um, you've got, um, goodness, who's the Bogarts, other shortstop yeah. that's a, Bogarts. Oh, Bogarts, yeah. And then even Swanson got the seven-year deal. So, yeah, it's that's what it costs nowadays. And then the other thing you mentioned, Taewon Walker. I think that's a huge miss uh, for the Mets because Walker, if you look at – so, first of all, he was hurt, and he had the surgery, and then they had that fake season with the 60 games, and he never got a chance to ramp up his innings. Now, if you look at his first full season back, you look at those first-half numbers, he was unbelievable. And then he fell off a cliff. And then last year – you look at his first four months, and he was unbelievable, and he fell off a cliff. Well, why is he fallen off a cliff? It's probably because he hasn't been stretched out in a long time, and I'm hoping that with the Phillies this year, he's going to be able to um, uh, perform at a high level for the entire season. I think he is a high-caliber pitcher. I, I was calling for the Phillies to um, to sign him back before the Mets originally did, um, in fact, calling him the best I I called him the best, uh, what was this, two or three years ago now, the best um, value for your dollar-free agent there was. And for half a season or or four months out of six months, he he proved exactly that. And um, I'm stoked with that signing. Uh, Walker is somebody else who I'm friendly with. And, you know, I'm just excited on multiple levels for this. One, because I know the dude, and he's awesome, cool dude. Uh, and two, because he's a really good pitcher and he's going to be in a position with the Phils, just as he was with the Mets, I guess, uh, where he's going to be a four starter and he's going to be comfortable in that role. I assume, and he's going to be able to help that team. Um, he's not going to give them Kyle Gibson, like performances where you're Like, okay, which Gibson are we getting today? The guy who's going to give us seven innings of two-run ball with two strikeouts and a ton of ground balls? Are we getting the guy who's going out there for five innings and striking out nine? Or are we getting the guy who's going out there for three innings and giving up nine runs? I don't think that that's the kind of inconsistency you get from Taewon Walker. Where you find inconsistency with Walker is um, where he was falling off at the end of the season. And again, I think that's just because he hadn't been stretched out in a long time. Well, he's had two seasons to prepare for that, and I think what we're going to see this year in a Phillies uh, uniform is a stretched-out Taiwan Walker, who's going to give them 180 innings, 170 innings, strike out 150 to 160, and have a low three ERA and win up to 14 games.
2: Fascinating. As everybody knows, we are talking to MLB analyst and statistician of the com, Ryan Spader. Ryan, the New York Yankees, they made some good acquisitions in the offseason. They, they signed their big star. And by the way, uh, <laughs> Eric says Strevler. good. <laughs> he's so funny. Straveler, he's they're, they're actually playing. The Offensive line's actually blocking for Strevler now. So he's, he's so happy. What, what now what? Who cares? He's not the starting quarterback of this organization either. But uh, to go back to the Yankees. What are your thoughts to the Yankees signings? Uh, Carlos Rodon, who a lot of people like. He was the best lefty available. Uh, a pretty good contract. Six years, $162 million. Makes him uh, $20 million, $27 million richer for the next six years. Where where did you see their offseason? Do you think this has been a successful offseason for the New York Yankees?
3: So a couple things with the Yankees. Um, they haven't done, I'm not going to say that it's that they haven't done enough, right? Because we saw how Dominant they were last year when everybody was healthy this team this team has proven time and time again that everybody's not always going to be healthy um, now Are you I always forget you guys Yankees guys are Mets guys.
1: I'm a Mets fan. He's a Yankee fan
3: Okay, so You may not want to hear this yeah. um, It's the pin tweet on my profile right now and it will remain that way from Uh, June 21st, when I uh, alerted everybody to the fact that the Yankees were using different baseballs than everybody else. And of course, I was called a hater and all this other stuff. And sure enough, the astrophysicist, Dr. Meredith Wills, proved that that's exactly what was going on. Aaron Judge, I believe that the uh, Major League Baseball wanted Aaron Judge to chase not just the American League record, but Barry Bond's record. And I also commented on that back in July. Um, I, I don't think that they're going to play with fire and do something similar to that again. um, I don't think Aaron judge is going to hit your, you know, 62, 65, 74 home runs uh, this year. I don't think he'll probably ever challenge that number again. I hope I'm wrong because it would be awesome. It'd be great for baseball. I don't like the idea that, You're using different baseballs, not just in Yankees games, but in primetime games. I I think that you're cheating fans, you're cheating baseball by doing that. You want to bring out the juice baseballs? Bring out the juice baseballs. I'm all for it. I don't care. Just let everybody play with the same baseballs, play on a level field. I digress, though. When it comes to what the Yankees have done, Rodon, awesome signing. I really like his stuff. I think he is... um, He's really molded himself into one of the premier left-handed pitchers. It was going to take that sixth year. And sure enough, the Yankees were willing to spring for it. I I, I think other teams are a little bit foolish for not being willing to do so. The Phillies, for example. Um, And then one thing when it comes to Aaron Judge, he signs this massive deal, what, 360 for nine years, I believe, right? Correct. That's what it took. Whatever. 40, 40 million a year. Good for Aaron Judge. But... You have to keep in mind, you guys already had this guy, so uh-huh. it's not like a massive offseason free agent signing. Yes, you're keeping your guy, but you already had him. So, how is it improving the off op- or improving the offense? Well, it really isn't because he was already on this team. So, you're going to have to look to improve the offense in other ways. I thought other ways for them might be signing um, a, a big ticket free agent. Not maybe, if not like a Correa or a Bogarts, maybe Dansby Swanson or something. And they they went ahead and didn't do that. Um, I don't think that this offense needs another year of Jason Donaldson uh, in that lineup. Um, he is kind of going the way of Joey Gallo, in my opinion. Uh, he, he was awesome. And he was a great defensive third baseman. Uh, a lot of pop. Uh, it just, it just kind of seems like, you know, as, as he's getting older, his body's breaking down a little bit and that's, you know, it's no crime to have that happen. The guy was an MVP. He's one of the best players in baseball. He's just no longer, no longer there. And, uh, I think, uh, if you're going to have Donaldson on that team, He's going to be somebody you want to get about 200 at-bats a season so that he can get 200 good at-bats. You don't want to have to force him out there. Um, let him be a role player. Let him be a um, somebody who's going to come off the bench. Let him come up in a key pinch-hit situation. I don't have to remind either of you about uh, Raul Ibanez at 39 years old coming off the bench for uh, pinch-hitting for Alex Rodriguez, if I recall, uh, in the postseason and hitting two home runs in extra innings, was it? mm mm-hmm. um, yeah, as a pinch hitter and then staying in the game. Like, that's the kind of player I expect Donaldson to be um, and to succeed as if he's going to stick with the Yankees. Now, what are they going to do going forward? I, I, I don't know. Um, I'd, I'd really be shocked if they don't at least make a play at um, at Reynolds with the uh, the Pirates. Um, I think that that guy's got a lot of talent, and I think he would really benefit from the uh, the short porch. Um, he is very good uh, hitting the ball from uh, pole to pole and um, I, I think he would really benefit the, his, uh, his home run numbers from the short porch you guys got at Yankee Stadium you know they we like to call it a bandbox. Um, but citizens bank park isn't too much bigger with exception to that But I, um, how about the shifting
2: i mean the shifting's going to help the Yankees the shifting's gonna help a lot of these offensive of offensive players uh there is no more shifting in the MLB this year so I think it will open up the offense and, and for some guys like Anthony Rizzo and and I don't li- I've never liked the third baseman shifting to first base. I, I never liked that I know it's been around baseball forever but it's been taken advantage of by a lot of these managers in baseball. And I think now that the shift is gone, I think it will open up the offense. And some of these players, even Joey Gallo, might have a better offensive season this year because there is no more shifting.
3: Well, sure. But um, first of all, I, I'm always – I'll be honest with you. I, I'm Whenever baseball makes a rule change, I'm always vehemently against it. For example, the intentional walk, right? All of a sudden, it becomes the automatic walk. What did you, what did you take away from us? Well, you took away Miguel Cabrera reaching over the uh, heart of the plate and swinging at a um, intentional walk pitch and knocking it for a um, a walk off single. Right, that's what we lost. What did we gain? Well, you saved 1.54 pitches per game. That's the numbers, not per team. 1.54 pitches per game. So that. Uh, comes out to be about one minute and three seconds per game that has been saved. Yeah. Congratulations, Rob Manfred. You're an American hero.
2: <laughs> American okay. math, everybody. He is an American hero. <laughs> yeah. Soon to be Theo so, Epstein's job, by the way.
1: Also, also saved uh Scott Show and Weiss from showing throwing two wild pitches on intentional walks in one inning.
2: Seriously. <laughs> but then you also
3: have you also have all of these little nonsensical changes that have been made. Uh, I was against the um, Universal DH. Did I notice that Major League Baseball didn't have pitchers hitting last year? No, not really. Uh, honestly, I didn't. It, 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 at first, sure, but then it kind of became an afterthought. Do I care? I did then. Now, after seeing it, I realized I was probably overreacting. It's not that big of a deal. I really don't give a shit. What does that tell me? Well, it's another stupid, useless change, it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't bring any excitement to the game. Um and now we're going to have bigger bases. Is that does this mean that players are gonna steal bases uh more frequently? Um well maybe uh because what they're going to do is reach the base faster by about point zero one five four seconds. Uh I believe that's what I had it out to. Um because the bases are going to be like one and a half inches closer to each other, which is complete nonsense. Just based on the size of them, um, it, it doesn't. These changes they're they're nonsensical, and it's like it's making changes just to make changes. Um, the three pitch uh, three batter minimum. Okay, what did you do? You removed lefty specialists. Now, when you're making these changes, there should be secondary and tertiary changes to the game. The one that I recommended. Okay, we're taking away. Um, Uh, the, or excuse me, we're adding the universal DH, right? So in American league games, typically you're looking at about 0.5 pinch hitters. This is in the past when National League did not have pinch hitters. You were looking at 0.5 pinch hitters per game total in national league games. You were looking at three pinch hitters per game total. What are we going to do with those extra? Like, there's two and a half roster spots there, one and a half per team or 1.25 per team. What are we going to do with those? Uh, Because now all of a sudden these teams have a surplus of roster spaces that didn't previously exist. Well, then why didn't you just create something like the uh, instead of uh, designated here? Why don't we also have a designated runner or some shit? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you want to bring stolen bases back to the game. Let every team have somebody who you know you you got a David Ortiz or something on the team or an Albert Pujols. <laughs> you don't want him running; he gets walked, and you go. Let's bring in the uh, the, um, the cloned Terrence runner. Gore thirty yeah. times. <laughs> yeah, seriously, and like think about that. You, you could have, you want to bring the stolen base back to the game? Well, let every single team have a designated runner. Select mm-hmm. one batter who gets to use that runner if he reaches base. I mean, it makes sense to me. I don't i. I don't see why that wouldn't come to mind. And, um, you know, when you're making all of these little tiny changes that sum up to nothing, a minute and three seconds a game, are you kidding me? Mm. And then the game still ends up longer than it did uh, the season before for whatever reason, ads, you know, what have you. It, it just doesn't I, – I, I don't understand what their means to the end is here. No. And uh, when it comes to the shift, right – I'm saying now that like I hate the fact that we're taking this away. I probably won't notice it 3 weeks into the season just like I didn't with the uh designated here. Yeah. One thing I do think that the removal of the shift will highlight is going to be excellent defense. And the reason I say that is I look at Andrew Jones who I just talked to uh, yeah. yesterday on with another uh, on another show. Andrew Jones was telling me about how he was watching the pitch and moving based on where the pitch was going Hmm. prior to the guy even making contact. Hmm. And I think we're going to see a lot of that because the guys can move as soon as the pitch is thrown. We're going to see a lot of that from elite defenders and that's going to really highlight elite defense. And I think we're going to see some high caliber defense this year from the best in the game that um, we otherwise wouldn't see because guys are just positioned in the right place at the right time. Uh, with the shift
1: that is fascinating though you're gonna be able to see all that from the outfield I mean do they see the signals do they see the the actual delivery of the pitch like the break like how does he do that from the in- I, I know the infield they could see those kinds of things the outfield that's impressive
3: dude Andrew Jones saw everything that guy was so good I can't believe we're still talking about whether or not he's a hall of famer honestly
2: no, he was. And I know he, I mean, obviously, the accusations that he did steroids, and he probably did. I mean, No, Andrew Jones
3: never had an accusation against him, actually.
2: The outfielder, the center fielder for the yeah, Braves? Andrew
3: Jones never had. Really? I,
2: I thought a lot of people thought he was on steroids, and he did steroids. Nope,
3: he, never, he never had a, anything go against him when it comes to that.
2: Interesting. What the hell? Interesting.
3: I, I I just need a touchdown out of Trevor Lawrence. So
2: <laughs> Errol does not need a touchdown out of Trevor Lawrence. I, I, honestly, the game's over, so you might as well give it to him. The game's over. Well, I mean the, I, I don't know. Are they
3: gonna throw they're gonna start running the ball, right? Yeah, I, they're, I gonna, they, really they're gonna they're gonna run the clock. You, you just need though, a touchdown. To, you
1: don't need the yards though. You just need a touchdown. So you just gotta hope they get in the red zone and
2: then you can throw some.
3: Yeah, I already got the yard.
1: Right, so, but, so yeah. you, at least you just sort of hope they get down
2: there and then maybe get the short touchdown. <laughs> I don't think they're going to score another touchdown. I think it's going to be field goals. I, I, I don't. I, I think now the game's over, so they're just going to run the clock out. That's what they're going to do.
3: Well, they just completed a nice thirteen yarder yeah, right up well, the they, What
2: else is new? I mean, I'm I'm a little bit slow on that. So uh, we are watching uh, obviously the same game, but about 10, 15 seconds slower. Um, Again, we are talking to MLB analyst and statistician of the Ryan Spader. Check out his annual ball player ballot where he polls MLB alumni on who should be in the Hall of Fame. Go to com. So check it out. Ryan, before we let you go, quickly, because I I know you want to finish this game, and hopefully you win your money, and uh, you're happy because I'm just disgusted, Um, and I want to throw up. When you look at going into this season, and a lot of people have the Mets and the Astros going to the World Series. and, And last year was completely different. A lot of people had the Astros, I think it was, and the Dodgers. The Astros won the World Series. The Dodgers didn't even come close. Do you believe that Vegas is right this offseason? Do you think it's the Mets and the and the Astros that are fa- should be the favorites of going to the World Series?
3: Should they be the favorites? Oof. I think it probably should be. The... So I don't know that I have the same amount of faith in the Astros starting rotation this year. I don't use that, by the way. Um. I think that they got some really good performances from some young guys, guys who are stepping up, especially in uh McCullers absence, because I mean, I'm biased because of my boy, but I, I think he's absolutely filthy. I'm sure you recall when he yes. threw 26 straight bangers against the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Like that dude is just unbelievable when he's on, but um, they got some really good performances last season from some young guys that I, I personally would not be counting on a, an exact repeat, mm-hmm. perhaps some regression there. Some guys, I, I, I mean, it's such a lazy saying. I hate when people say it, uh, announcers specifically, like the books out on them, but like, you know, sometimes as guys spend more time in the league, I don't want to say guys figured them out, but you know, you learn how to hit them. You learn how they're pitching and things, things that you wouldn't know when they're, uh, damn it, uh, younger in the league. That's yeah, all right. And, um, And, um, I kind of, uh, yeah, I kind of think that the, the go-to world series has to be New York, New York. Now, Mm. is it going to work out that way? I don't think so because baseball, it's all about just getting there and being hot at the right time. We saw that with the Phillies. They won 87 games and then just started beating up on the national league, absolutely destroyed the Cardinals, broke their hearts, stepped on their throats did the same thing with the Braves, did the same thing with the uh, Padres. And then they even looked sharp against the Astros. I mean, they were up two to one Mm. and uh, they, you know, honestly it was largely their defense that just couldn't get it done. Um, So is it going to end up being New York, New York? If I had to put my money on it today, I would say no, but if you're sitting here asking me who I think is going to be in the world series, I'm going to say New York, New York. The reason I'm contradicting myself is because again, Hey, it's, it's, it's baseball. I don't know who's going to be hot. Come, uh, come yeah. the start of next October. You never I don't know. know who's going to be hurt. I don't know who's, which rookies are going to come out and play insane. I don't know. You know, maybe Alec Bohm for the <laughs> Phillies and I, I'm sticking to being a homer here. Maybe Alec Bohm comes out next year and, you know, he's, he's hitting like he was when he was a rookie, but with power. I mean, he batted 341 as a rookie. Um, so yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens, how it shakes out. But as of right now, as of today, December 22nd, yeah, it's New York, New York, in my opinion.
1: All all the hype of New York, New York, just for a Mariners Padres World Series. <laughs> That's what'll happen.
3: <laughs> Seriously. <laughs>
2: <sighs> well, Ryan, we really appreciate you as always. We'll get you on as the season progressively moves forward as a, uh, we, uh, we know what the rosters are going to be. Maybe the Yankees could. Uh, obviously, they're interested in Brian Reynolds. Could have Brian, Brando- R- Brian Reynolds on this team as their left fielder. Who knows? Uh, the, the, they already said that they're not done. Hal Steinbrenner said he's not done, but... Uh, you never know. You, you just never know. And maybe the Mets aren't done. Maybe the Strohs aren't done. They added Jose Abreu. So uh, it's going to be interesting. It's still not over. The offseason is still not over. But we really appreciate your time. By the way, fans, go to aceofspader.com and check out Ryan. Yes, his his check out his annual ball player ballot where he polls MLB alumni on who should be in the Hall of Fame. And uh, we really appreciate your time, bud.
3: Yeah, uh, guys, I love doing this. Please have me back on soon. I love we shooting will. shit with you guys. We will. Yeah, I, I wish I would have remembered because then I would have cracked up in a beer because that's the way baseball baseballs <laughs> just
1: don't to be do it with about. the amphetamines, and you're good. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> infenemies were just as bad as steroids. So, and nobody even talks about it. <laughs> but, hey, you know what? That's that's sports for you. So, yeah, you know, everybody fight, tries to find a way where they can be better or make them better. So, there you go. Ryan, thank you. Take it easy, guys. Ryan Spader, ladies and gentlemen. Fantastic. Oh, he really God. is. But... And he's going to win some money, I mean, because the Jets stink. He needs, he
3: needs
1: this Trevor Lawrence touchdown, but they're punting right now, so that doesn't look <laughs> it good. It doesn't matter.
2: The game's over. I, I mean, uh, and Trevor Lawrence, is he says the Jets suck, and Trevor Lawrence is amazing. <laughs> is he really? I mean, honestly, if, <laughs> if you look at right now Trevor Lawrence's numbers, are they amazing for a Jets team that can't stop anybody from uh, from a third and 10, third and 11? I mean, what's his numbers right now? I mean, look it up, Speedy, or, mm-hmm. or do I have to look it up before no, you No, I'm going on fantasy. Let's find it. He has 229 yards and no touchdowns. He's amazing. That's amazing. Mm. Trevor Lawrence is amazing, guys. No touchdowns <laughs> and 229 yards, but he's amazing. Okay.
1: Don't worry, he's got that rushing touchdown. Yeah, that's it. Fifty one I mean, rushing yards of the rush. Honestly,
2: touchdown. this is nothing to do with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, it's not a it's a it's a solid game, but it's not great. <laughs> nah, he's it's not Trevor Lawrence on why they're winning. It's the Jets defense because they can't stop a run and they can't stop the run. And uh the offensive line doesn't know how to protect Zach Wilson or they don't want to protect him. I think it's it's coming to a point that they don't want to protect him. Because if you watch when Stravler... when Streffler what is this? Trevor Lawrence has a touchdown. Yes, he has a running touchdown. A rushing touchdown. A rushing touchdown. He has no throwing touchdowns. He has 229 yards. He's not having a breakout game, okay? This isn't an amazing game Trevor Lawrence is having, okay? Jets, so, did you
1: miss the interview? We were Brian was saying all the time, he just needs a Trevor Lawrence passing touchdown.
2: He has a rushing touchdown. Whatever. Is, is it because of Trevor Lawrence on why the Jets are losing? The Jets are losing because the Jets just stink right now. Mm-hmm. They can't stop a nosebleed, and the Jaguars are significantly. And they'll, the to, Jets. and they'll give it to. And they'll give it to Strevler. And by the way, I want to congratulate uh, the Pro Bowl roster releases. Uh, the Jets have Sauce Gardner, Quinn Williams, DJ Reed, Garrett Wilson, and Justin Hardy, special team specialist, mm-hmm. to make the Pro Bowl. And the Giants, well, it's the new Pro Bowl, so they don't play in the Pro Bowl. They're going to have, like, competitions. Yeah, Peyton versus Eli. It's going to be fun, and I'm looking forward to how they set up. And both of those guys are idiots, so it'll be funny. Um, and then there's the Giants with Saquon and Dexter Lawrence. Congratulations to all the candidates for making the Pro Bowl, well deserved for Sauce and DJ Reed and Garrett Wilson. I was very surprised Garrett Wilson got nominated. Yeah, in, but there's a
1: lot of good wide receivers in the AFC. I'm definitely surprised. Yeah,
2: but uh, Garrett is a fan favorite now. And, oh yeah, uh, people like him, and hopefully uh, they figure it out what is it. Zach Michael is not. It. Uh, yeah, we know Zach's not it either. Is Streffler and either is Mike White. We all know Jimmy G to the Jets next offseason. Uh, it's going to be somebody. Yeah, uh, it'll be somebody. Maybe somebody off the scrap heat is better than any one of those three quarterbacks on their roster. Right? Okay.
1: Patrick Round two.
2: Flacco's <laughs> retiring. He's not coming back. He'll probably be uh, a quarterback coach somewhere else. I mean, that's what I
1: could see. Ah, here him we doing. go. Here, here's the swap we need. Joe Flacco will be quarterback coach, and Josh McCown comes out of
2: retirement. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, come on, guys. I honestly, we all know Zach's not the guy. I don't think Zach's the guy, but I'm also not excited about what this offensive line has shown tonight. I'm not excited about this defensive line that they didn't show up in this game. They didn't show up. I don't want to hear it was raining. It's this, it's that. They didn't show up in a game they should have won. This is a game. They are more talented than the Jacksonville Jaguars. But Jacksonville wanted it more, and, and they do want it more. They do. And this is not a team that is going to make the playoffs now. It would have to be a miracle. Right. It would be a miracle if the Jets could find a way to win this game. They said at the beginning of the game, if the Jets were to lose, they
1: would need two out of three of the Chargers, uh, uh, Dolphins, or Patriots to lose out. Lose out.
2: Yeah. For them to make the playoffs. They needed to win all three games. Right. And, uh, you know, now that they probably are going to lose this game – uh, the season is over for the Jets, and now they're they're going to be looking at the draft again. And listen, there's a lot to look forward to with this team. They don't have a quarterback. That's something that we already know. Yep. Um. But there's a lot. I mean, they have a, a playmaker in Garrett Wilson. They have uh, a running back in Brees Hall. They have some great defensive players in Gwynn Williams and Sauce Garner and DJ Reed. They have some pieces. Uh, they need to find somebody that actually could throw the ball. That's really where the Jets are going to lie in the offseason. It has nothing to do. It's not Mike White, and I'm tired of hearing it. It's not Mike White. Guys, stop. No,
1: it's going to be it's Jimmy
2: not. G. It's not Mike White. It's not even going to. I don't even know if Jimmy G is going
1: to be available. He might not, but again, the, the Brock Purdy mania now and Trey Lance coming back. And remember, too, the Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers speculation in San Francisco, too. You never know.
2: Yeah, and, and maybe one of those guys become available. I don't think Tom Brady would go to the Jets, and I don't think the Jets no go no, no, to the 49ers. Yeah, though, so. but uh, maybe Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I mean, if the Jets are looking to bring in a veteran quarterback because they think they can win next year. <laughs> but they have to sign Quinnen Williams and Quincy Williams and Kwan Alexander. I, honestly, Kwan Alexander has disappeared the last couple of weeks. I know. Honestly, sure so. honestly, I wouldn't sign him. I, I wouldn't. I I would go into the draft and f- try to find some young guy.
1: Uh huh. I, I I keep I kept thinking like the last two or three weeks it was Ma- Lamarcus Joyner getting roasted in man coverage like he usually did all season long. No, it was Kwan Alexander all of a sudden against tight ends, especially.
2: Yeah, maybe Kwan Alexander isn't the answer at uh, next year as a linebacker, but. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I don't, I don't know, uh, and and by the way, I'm I'm finally starting to feel better from my bronchitis. So hopefully, uh, I in the next week or so, this will be completely gone. But I I do feel a little bit better. But yeah, so I, I don't think the Jets have the quarterback of the future on this roster. It's pretty obvious oh, that gosh. they don't. What was that? I, I I couldn't tell if he tried
1: to do a lateral or it was just a really bad fumble from Kara Wilson. No, he threw it. I, that's what it looked like. But either way, that was going to be a forward pass, illegal forward pass anyway, so I don't know what he's doing. <laughs>
2: yeah. and, and, and <laughs> That was
1: the uh, eight-year ghost of Brandon Marshall when he tried to do that in 2015 against the Eagles.
2: Yeah, he didn't want to be... Uh, oh, it was, was kicked. It was wow. kicked. It was kicked.
1: Damn, you don't see that very often. <laughs> that's interesting. Wow. No. I don't remember the last time I saw that.
2: A fumble that was kicked. Mm. Wow. Eh, things happen. Uh, the game's over anyways. No, no, I know that. I, I I mean, you might as well shut off the game. The game's over. The Jets, again, lose a game that they could have won and should have won, but they didn't play. They didn't show up to the game. It looked like... And, and Robert Sala has a lot of answering to do because the last four weeks have been horrendous. It It's been horrendous. I don't want to hear about the one win that they had in the last four weeks. They, they have been horrendous. That Minnesota game... They should have won. The Buffalo game, they had a chance to win. And then everything else has just been shameful. And this team's been shameful. So I, I know everybody wants to say that Mike White's the guy and this guy's this and that. You'll say it was Streffler. No, I don't think it's Trevler. I, I don't think any quarterback on this team is the future, not any of the four. Just judge, the, based on this probability of so many different things
1: that could happen, Jimmy G is a very likely candidate there. Tom Brady could go to the 49ers if he goes to Tampa. Aaron Rodgers. They still could stick with Trey Lance or Brock Purdy. They're, Brock Purdy's played well enough. Who knows what could happen? There's a lot, very good likelihood Jimmy G's not there. And then
2: look at the Jets. They've signed a lot of X 49 ers players. Again, I, I, I don't know what this team's going to do in the offseason at the quarterback position. We just don't know. And 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 honestly, I'm not gonna cry about where the Jets are and what the Jets are going to be. The Jets have a future. They have something to look forward to. They really do. Now now they have to figure out who the guy is, the ball that's going the guy that's gonna distribute the ball where it's going to give him a chance to win offensively. And and honestly, in the off season, the Jets have to decide what they're doing with Mike LaFleur. Yeah. Because he's not the answer. He's not. I don't want to hear it from Obviously, Robert Sala, and I like Robert Sala. I think he's a good coach. You cannot sell to the Jet fan that this guy knows what he's doing, because he doesn't. He doesn't know what he's doing. It's been horrendous. It's definitely something that I don't want to watch. And uh, you know, every Jet fan's going to sit here and want to blame thing. You know, blame people. And I'm looking at his numbers of Strefler, and he's trying to compare Strefler to Wilson. Which I think oh, is- God. Chris Trevler is going to be
0: your
1: uh, end-of-the-season darling that you can love like you did in the preseason, Jets fans. It's not a long-term answer to be able to expect to be able to do that. I, I'd probably trust Ryan Fitzpatrick more if he came out of retirement right now to come to that Jets team and do better than Chris Trevler.
2: Yeah. And, and, and you want to know something? You know what really irks me when it comes to Jet fans is that they know I'm live, and I cannot text – I cannot answer him. He could come on the show. He could call the show right now and argue whatever he wants to argue, but he doesn't want to because he thinks I'm biased. But how am I biased? He's been very neutral about Zach Wilson all night. I I, I think Zach stinks. I think he stinks. But I think everybody is hard on him. I think people are too hard on him. They're blaming Zach Wilson. Is it really Zach Wilson's fault that they lost this game? How about it's everybody's fault? It's the whole team. The special team stinks. The offense stinks. The defense stinks. The whole friggin' team stunk. That's you it. You got badly outcoached. You got badly outcoached by a coach that, honestly, the Philadelphia Eagles gave up on. That's the facts. Mm-hmm. The Jets did not play a good game. Is Zach the answer? No. Is Mike White the answer? No. Is Strevler the answer? No. no. Is Flacco the answer? No. There is nobody on this roster that's the answer. Nobody. Nobody. And that's the offseason. That's where Joe Douglas is going to have to make a decision in the offseason. Where do I go at quarterback? What is going to get this team to transition into an uh, all-around good team? Not just a defensive-minded team. And by the way, I hope Allbrick uh, uh, um, gets a job. I hope he gets a coaching job. Because I don't want him coaching my defense anymore either. Because he can't stop a third down. His he cannot help. stop third downs. He cannot coach third downs. And, and honestly, Robert Sala should take over the defense. He should. Looks that way. He should take over the defense. And he needs to find something that understands the offensive side of the ball. Because the guy that he has running that offense is Horrible. Horrible. And he ruined Zach Wilson. You want it, You want me to tell you what ruined Zach Wilson is the the offensive coordinator that it doesn't know what he's doing.
1: Mike LaFleur ruined Zach Wilson.
2: Yeah, don't worry, he'll be back in Green Bay to ruin Jordan
1: Love <laughs> sooner rather than later because uh, Mike LaFleur is not helping his cause. Jeff
2: Ulbrich, if you're
1: a shot of getting a head coaching job, which is already hard enough for defense coordinators to do, as I good do luck. think
2: you've seen the last of Zach Wilson. I do. You will not see Zach Wilson start next week. I think I think the Jets seen enough. Mm. I think they've seen enough. So you think they go back to White? Uh, White won't be healthy next week. Okay. I think White will be out for the rest of the season. I think they'll start with Straveler. Ah, I think they'll finish the season with Strevler. And I know Jet fans, if somehow Strevler pulls out a win against Seattle or pulls out a win against, I don't know, uh, Miami in the final game, oh, is the guy! <laughs> He's not and they're just trying to get done with this friggin' season because it's it, it just was selfish that my, uh, and, and I, I blame this on Robert Sala because Robert Sala could have probably fired Michael LaFleur. Yeah. I, I would have fired Michael LaFleur. I, I, I think he's ruined. And, and I'm telling you, it's not going to be R- Robert Sala's decision on firing Michael floor. It's going to be Joe Douglas. And, and Joe Douglas has to look at the offense. And the offense, where, where is the offense ranked this year? I understand they have uh, three quarterbacks, but where is the Jets' offense ranked? All around. And I don't want to hear about Mike White because the games that he played weren't so stupendous, okay? It it, it wasn't great. But where is he? Yards per
1: game, they are 20th. Mm.
2: And I'm trying to figure out points per game.
1: Probably dead last. They are uh ninth worst. So that's 24th. 20.1 points. Per I game. mean, they're All- better than they were last year, but not by much. Yeah, the only teams that are behind them right now Carolina, Washington, Tennessee, Pittsburgh, Tampa,
2: Indianapolis, Houston, the Rams, and Denver. <laughs> All the crappiest teams, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> So, I, honestly, I think we've seen enough of Mike LaFleur. And if we have to see him again this year, it, it's just going to make me sick. They need to find somebody that actually can run the offense and understand how to run an offense. And they don't have the guy. They don't have the the quarterback, and they don't have the play caller. They don't have it. So do you think
1: maybe Robert Sala's maybe a little bit here the San Francisco ego took over where he just had to bring in Lafleur because he was already there or
2: no because Matt Lafleur is his best friend okay and he was the best man in Matt Lafleur's wedding and he brought in Mike because everybody thought he was the next big uh, offensive coordinator oh, sure and yeah. and, and, and he, honestly he's horrible mm-hmm. he is a ho- Matt Lafleur isn't good okay he had Aaron Rodgers Mike Lafleur is just as bad. I mean, it's, it's, you can't sell this to me as a Jet fan, all right? And this is an embarrassment. On national TV, you're losing against a team that you're better than. by night, It's 19-3. to It mm-hmm. could be a lot worse. At too. home.
1: The, the Jags, if the Jags red zone offense is a little bit better, this could be 20-31-3. At 30.
2: home. Oh, Jeff has returned. Go ahead, Jeff. You thought that they were going to come back. You thought the game was going to be closer.
0: I didn't say that. Yeah, she did. Did he not? I said they. You said the Jets had a chance. They
2: had no chance, dude. I said they
0: had a chance. No, No, I said they weren't out of it. They were only down. The game was over. They could come. I told you the game was over. Did did I I not? I want to let you know that I just walked outside before this cold air rolls through Tampa, and I've just lit up a nice Arturo Fuente because this is what victory tastes like.
2: Congratulations
1: your your anti-jets should have been parlay came through
0: that <laughs> uh, would have been a good one would have been a good one but i'll it... take two wins though i'll take those two wins those, those are two good wins good for you you know I told you. a creative
1: way of thinking if there's any multiple names with, between college football and the nfl that are mutual you can make it work for a parlay it's not, it's not that it's
0: just it's just i, I bet no it was coincidence i know you're high. talking. yeah right yeah it was just whatever but yeah the the, the cowboy thing's a, a thing though no, yeah, I'm, there,
1: I'm sure there's many different combinations you could do of it too. You could do an, uh, you could do a uh, anti Bengals with a pair with another Tigers or something like that. You could do a lot of different things.
0: Here's, here's look, I realize you've been on a rant all night about uh-huh. this, and I don't want to like fire you up too much, but how does Zach Wilson come back from this? When Chris Strebler, on his on um, just his first drive being in the game had more yards than the rest of the time that Zach Wilson because had- and,
2: and and I don't know if you were watching it, they were actually protecting him. Honestly, he was moving outside of the pocket. He was protected. They opened I mean, up they holes of, for him.
0: But it, they don't it, want it, to play it, for him. It's
2: over, dude. It's it, There's nothing There's nothing to sell anymore. Zach Wilson was pulled another game. He's done. He's not starting next week. I guarantee you, you will not see Zach Wilson for the rest of the season. He's done. He's done with do the Jets. A, do
0: you see him in a Jet uniform ever again? I don't. I, mean, you know, I don't. The end.
2: I don't. I don't. Not after this. Not after this. The fans don't want to see him. I, I, I think they've seen enough. I, I think Douglas has seen enough. I think Douglas is going to have to make a decision. And also in the draft next, uh, this coming year, do you move up and try to get a quarterback in this draft class? Or you sit back and you say, you know what? We're not going to draft a quarterback this year. We're going to see what's available in free agency, and we'll try to make a move for a guy that can play the quarterback efficiently. We don't need a star. We need an efficient quarterback. It's not Mike White. It's not Strevler, It's not Mike Zach Pete. Wilson.
0: I keep bringing up the same name over and over again, and I realize it's not. Jacoby Brissett, game. we got it. Jacoby Brissett, because the dude is just a really good game manager. He just is. And with the weapons that the Jets have, that are good, he'd, he'd do pretty well, I think. They just need someone who isn't terrible. Mm. Jacoby
1: Brissett, I will say this. As much as I don't love him as a, as a like a talent quarterback, sit, sit, overcoming adversity, he's done well in, in two different years. 2019, when everyone thought the Colts were going to be horrible after Andrew Luck retired, they actually started that season hot before they fell apart. And then this year with the Browns, too. The Browns did not lose because of him. They lost because of their no, defense being no, really Jacoby bad. Jacoby
0: Brissett yeah. is a good game manager. Like I'm not saying he's going to light the world on fire or anything like that, but he's just a good game manager. And that's just what the Jets... Like, that's not what the Jets want. They want the flash. They want the Patrick Mahomes and that kind of thing. But, like, just a good game manager. And they would have they probably would have won tonight. They probably would have won last week. They would have won a lot of games if they well, just had a competent quarterback.
2: Well, what they're going to do in the offseason is they'll try to figure out if they can trade – Zach Wilson try to get something back for him, and they probably could. I don't know what they're going to get. Maybe a third-round draft pick, a second-round draft He's still young. No
0: way is anyone giving you a third-round draft pick after what he's put on tape. No way. Huh. No way. I mean, they, the Jets got a second and a fourth for Sam Darnold, so... I mean, yeah, that's because the, the Panthers were in flux and they're idiots. Don't worry. There, there's plenty of teams in flux that can yeah. make that deal. Who knows?
1: Maybe you could try to get one from the Broncos. I don't know. I, I don't know what they're no, going to they, get for them.
0: They can't do it either because they, they you can't put a $250 million quarterback on the bench. No,
1: I was just going for a team in flux that might do something
0: randomly stupid. I'll, t- I'll trade you right <laughs> now. I'll trade you right now straight up. Matt Jones for Zach Wilson. Ooh.
2: Yeah, I don't think the Jets will do that.
0: <laughs> no, because no, because Matt Jones stinks.
2: No, I, I think what the Jets are going to do is they're going to try to find somebody that's willing to trade for him, get something for him. I don't know what they're going to get for him, but they'll get something for him. And what they need to decide to do is uh, either either they draft a quarterback in the second round and and let him sit the bench.
0: Not a, there's not a lot I, out. There I, I know, I
2: know, conference. I know. But you're going to have to piece something together and figure it out. They they're going to have to do something. So, and, and Joe Douglas is a smart guy. I think he'll he'll figure it out. He, he, obviously, Zach Wilson wasn't the guy. And I think he lost the players after him not taking responsibility against the Patriot game. I think the players just gave up on him. They yeah. just gave up on him.
0: And, and I, don't think the, I don't think Joe Douglas is going to pay the price to trade up and get it. Because the Jets will be drafted in, what, 13, 14? Somewhere between 13 and
1: 16, probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and, or, uh, right, like yeah. in
0: that area. And the price is going to be astronomical because there's going to be a bunch of other teams that are willing to trade up. And and I don't think Joe Douglas is going to be willing to pay the price that, yeah, that those have, draft picks are going They're on.
1: going to have to hope to do what the Bills pulled off when they traded for Josh Allen. They only went from 12 to 7. They're going to need maybe a little bit of a slide from somebody, and then maybe the Jets pound On that, like that, if they're going to have a shot.
0: Well, but even that's not going to happen. Well, we'll see. No, I doubt it will
1: either. But again, we'll see what happens. That kind of parallel to happen because, yeah, I don't think Joe Douglas is going to try to just expend three first-round picks like
0: that. But I think the difference in that in in the draft is that draft had at the time it was perceived that there was like five quarterbacks in that draft. Right, right. Baker, Lamar, Rosen. Right. There's only three in this one. And one of them's definitely going number one. Mm, okay, right? Because because the, the Texans are going to draft a quarterback, right? Do, yes. Would you would you say that? Of course, I, I
2: would say they would, but they they a lot of a lot of things that everybody keeps saying about Chris Mills. I mean, uh, I don't Davis know.
0: Mills. I mean, I, I'm he, sorry, Davis he's Mills. He's
2: barely David played Mills, a lot right. recently.
1: They're doing, they're doing, doing a lot David of the Mills. two quarterback system now. Yeah, so I think yeah, they're out on right. him as a well, long term.
0: Speedy, what's the old saying? If you have two yes, quarterbacks, yeah, yeah, you, you, have quarterbacks have you have none. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you love yeah, that so saying. Uh, you haven't you haven't used that one in a while. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it's the truth, though. It's exactly why I knew Desmond Ritter was going to shit the bed. Huh. You know, I mean, like, that's just what it is. Like, you don't – there's not that many quarterbacks around the league that can do it, so – And for them to trade up and think someone's going to drop to seven, that's kind of a reach because there's a lot of teams that are going to be needing quarterback that are Mm. going to be drafting higher. Right. Oh, yeah. Right? One is already off the board. Now you're down to two quarterbacks, and the Colts are drafting ahead of you, and they're definitely taking a quarterback. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they are. Easily. Yeah, they are. (laughs) The Colts cannot stop
1: stop, keep recycling young old quarterbacks forever.
0: Mm. So now you're down to – yeah, now you're down to trying to find – you know the trade partner for the last for the last quarterback, whoever it's going to be. Yeah, you know we'll see. I mean, it's going to be tough for them to do it. So I'd start looking into that scrap heap. Marcus Mariota's is looking better and better, isn't he?
2: All right, and let me speak for a second. Eric keeps saying I, I proves I'm wrong. The Jets don't have a quarterback on this roster that's starting for this team next year. Eric, are you not getting this? Strevler, I don't care. Why am I wrong? I don't like Zach Wilson. Why? I I, want to say something, and I I, want to get this straight with him because I think this guy doesn't, doesn't sink this in his head. This is supposed to be my friend, and I'm trying to sink this in his head. I have told you, Zach Wilson isn't the guy. I will say it again. Zach Wilson isn't the guy. Either is Mike White. Stop selling it. It's Mike White. Mike White will not start for the Jets next year. And Eric... If I'm wrong about this, I'll give you $1,000. Mike White will not start for the New York Jets next year. He will not start for the team next year. Sink that in your head. Will
0: he start a game? No, no. I'm talking about he
2: will not start with the Jets. He will not be a long-term. He will not start next year. The game one of the season, Mike White will not start for the Jets. Game one, he is not going to be the starter. On the depth charts, he will not be quarterback one. I guarantee you he will not be QB1. 100%. Sell sell that. Put that in the book. And remember I said that. Mike White will not be QB1 for the New York Jets next year. And I'll tell you this. Put this in a book. The guy that, that will be QB1 is not on this roster right now. Sold.
0: Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense.
2: Jeff, can you bet on something that's specific? I'm I'm wrong about my assessment. I'm wrong uh, about I can the. Go
0: to my book and I can go to my book and look.
2: Blaming the O line. Oh, so so Eric, you're telling me that uh, the O line isn't at fault. How many times was Zach Wilson sacked today? How many times was strevler sacked? Even with him running quarterback. And and by the way, they didn't they didn't do film. They didn't think they were playing Strevler. So yeah, Strevel looked better. What do you think Seattle's gonna do next week when they know he's a running quarterback? What do you think they're gonna do? What do you think? And what are you gonna say when that happens, Eric? What are you gonna say? Well, he's a running quarterback. I'm tired of this. They they, they proved tonight, they proved tonight. That they can't win the big game. They also proved that they don't have a quarterback. That's it. That's it. That's all it sells. And they proved they have very bad assistant coaching. <laughs> oh my God. And 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 Mike LaFleur needs to go. He needs to go. He in the offseason, the first person I fire is my offensive coordinator.
0: Right. I, but is it yeah. is it him in the play calling or is it is the just hear me up because I know that you're gonna yell. But like is it him and the play calling, or is, is he calling the plays that, that Zach Wilson might Did you watch the Mike because... White game
2: against Minnesota? Did you watch that game? Yes. Okay, and you're going to tell me it's not the play calling? He was I, he was is six times in the red zone, and at one time he was on the one-yard line, first and goal. And he threw the ball once, twice, three times, fourth and one, and couldn't put it in well, the net. Couldn't it put it in the end zone. It's over. I don't want to hear it. It's not the offense. The offensive corner sticks.
0: I mean, I understand what you're saying, but that that series that you're talking about was at the end of the game. As time was running out, and they were limited on timeouts, so they had they were forced to throw. So the clock. So if it was an incomplete pass, it would stop the clock because you get tackled in bounds. You're you're screwed. So again. You, yes, you're not like completely wrong on this, but like, his hand was forced on that play calling from the one. It
1: was. They still could have tried once, though. I think not every time. Yeah, but not. But at least once, because you're on the one yard line. You're not going to have to hustle down the field either. So just do a tight formation. Where it's and, and, and get
2: by back. the way, admit I was wrong. Hey, I I, I I do remember that Eric wanted Zach Wilson. Yes, he, he did. wanted Zach Wilson, and Speedy was at Applebee's when he said, "I love Zach Wilson." Did he not say he loved Zach Wilson? Yes, he did. I Jeff, mean. to put it in perspective. Errol and and Eric you are did, yeah, you did, Eric. They're like an you old married did. couple. Eric, you did say you loved Zach Wilson. You said uh, it, and you don't even want to admit to it. You said you love Zach Wilson.
0: I know that one that's a regular that didn't like Zach Wilson in that draft. Who? Oh.
2: You? Hey. Yeah. Okay. Well, Jeff, we got to let you go unless you're doing your picks. Are you going to do picks?
0: Do you want me? To, uh, wh- wh- how did it end last week?
2: I don't know. Studio... I, I, I don't. I
1: didn't do the list. Uh, I know. I, I know you had a couple that I, you were you were bragging about yesterday. That,
0: uh... Oh, the Giants win! The Giants win was a trip. I only lost a couple. I went undefeated on the one o'clock games, and then I lost a couple on the. I lost the Patriots. <laughs>
1: <coughs> oh yeah, well yeah. Uh, no, we all had the Patriots except for Arrow. Arrow the Raiders. So He was the only one of the
0: Raiders. Right, but he also had he also picked against the Motor City Kitties and that was a big Yes, win. we
1: all picked against the Motor City Kitties except you. Not, no, we didn't. No, I, we know, know. We you, didn't. I know except for you.
2: I know. Anyways, uh, before we before we go to our picks, I just want to say a couple of things and finish up, and then we'll, we'll finish up. The Yankees interested in, in trading for Pirates center fielder Brian Reynolds. The only way this is going to happen, guys, the only way is they're going to have to trade one of their top prospects. They, they're going to have to trade Dominguez or Volpe or Pereza or maybe even Cabrera, Cabrera, who they called up last year. This isn't going to be free. They're not going to just give away one of the better uh, left fielders in the league. This is a guy that is probably the best player on the Pirates. That's not saying much, but he's the best player on the Pirates. No. Yes, he is. No Who's me. better than him? O'Neill Cruz. Oh, give me a break. Down the road, yeah. Not right I'm now. talking
0: about O'Neal right Krug. now. Yeah. O'Neill Cruz. I, I like him a lot, too. Machine. I
2: love him. Yeah. I love
1: him, too, but he's not the best player right, right now. Yeah. Him, too, player right, right now, the best player on the Pittsburgh,
2: the Pittsburgh Pirates is is Brian Reynolds. Now, what about the Ice Horse? Uh, can I finish up what I have to say on
0: this? Ice Horse is better.
2: All right. Dominguez, I, I don't see the Yankees trading Dominguez cuz he's a switch-hitting power hitter that they believe is going to be their future center fielder. Uh Bader is coming back next year. He will be their starting center fielder. Aaron Judge will be playing right field. John Carlo Stanton is not going to play. He's not an everyday left fielder. So, they have to decide if it's Aaron Hicks. He's coming off that surgery. I, I don't think it's an everyday move for the Yankees. They're going to have to decide. And and, and Brian Cashman can't sell to the, anybody that Aaron Hicks is going to stay healthy for a full 162-game season. So that's scary to think that. So uh, the Yankees are definitely looking for a fielder. I Maybe a Michael Conforto if it's not. Brian Reynolds, I he did miss a season. I don't know if that's a sell to the Yankee fan. But again, Michael Conforto is a good player, but he strikes out a lot. And he's not a very good fielder. He really is. No, isn't. he's not. So I, I, I don't know if this makes sense for the Yankees. They if need I, a... The fact that the Mets tried to experiment with him in center field was just sad. And I don't think it makes sense. So if it is Brian Reynolds, they're they're going to have to trade one of their top prospects and and probably two second tier prospects to get it done. And and maybe a player on the team on the roster right now. So uh it's going to be interesting. Maybe it happens. We'll see. Um, the Knicks lose a 2025 uh, second-round draft pick uh, tampering with Jalen Brunson. I-, I think it was well worth it. Honestly, I mean, you you see what Jalen Brunson is and what he turned this offense into. And this is the first—I don't even remember the last time the Knicks won eight games in a row. So 2004, I think. It's, I it's a long time. Yeah. And, uh, yes, they lost yesterday. Uh, but uh, this is—you know— Two and a half weeks without losing—I mean, that's a—that's pretty good. Now we'll see how the season progressively moves forward. I don't think this team is much of a playoff contender. They'll make the playoffs, it, but they'll squeak in. They'll probably lose, uh, you know, in the first round if okay. if, if they do. So I, I don't think they're any good. Uh, they're not good enough. They need that other player that's going to get them over the hump where they can compete. So uh, I I think this was it was worth it. It's a second-round draft pick. Right. So I, 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 it's not something and to And they have like
1: 11 of them in the next four years anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so.
2: uh, Trevor Bauer reinstated but still suspended. Dodgers forced to release and activate him. They're going to be paying his contract, win or lose, right. uh, play or not play. Uh, he's going to be paid, a 30, you heard it from Spader, $37 million. Yep. So if I were them, I would either try to trade him and get something for him. I don't know what you get for him. Yeah uh maybe a third tier you know player or pitcher maybe you get lucky and you'll hit it, or you just let him go and let him, you know, let some other team pick him up, and you pay his contract. Probably
1: get some like random scrap heap reliever that maybe the Dodgers will try to rebirth like they're trying to do with all these starting pitchers would be the best chance, because the other part of this story, too, is he just got the re- suspension reduced from 324 games it's a very specific number to 194, so he'll only miss next season a little bit of the season after that, so if a team does take a flyer, I guess that's what they're going to have to do, but yeah, you're not going to get anything. The Dodgers will pay, because they love to pay random things, and they know they made a mistake on this contract, as it is,
2: no, and I think when you look at the big picture, and and obviously uh, where the Dodgers are, they they don't need Trevor uh, Trevor Bauer, they don't, and and they were fighting injury, especially in the second half of the season, they lost two yeah. uh, top pitchers, and and that hurt them in the playoffs. It definitely did. Uh, would it have helped them win a World Series. I don't know. We don't yeah. know. I but. Uh, they're still one of the better teams in the major leagues. They're still one of the favorites of coming out of the National League. And who knows? They probably win the whole thing next year because they're not expected to win. And that's what usually happens. And they're going to rebirth Noah Syndergaard. I, hey, listen.
1: That's what they're good at. They did it with Andrew Haney. If they could do it with that, and a lot of the relievers they've done it with, they could do it with Syndergaard.
2: They, they, listen, they, they have a great farm system. Uh, They have a really great. Uh, baseball minds, player development, and yeah. player development over there with the Dodgers—it's really changed over the last ten years. And we've had a couple of their uh, scouts on the show, mm-hmm. so we know what they have in their farm system. Their farm system is good, Dramatis. so it, it's it, and it's up and coming. They have like three pitchers that are amongst the top fifty <laughs> players in you know in, in 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 the farm hands of baseball pitching. So I, I think uh, they're going to be very interesting moving forward. The Dodgers, but. Uh, Trevor Bauer, he could be a Met. I could see him going to the Mets, uh, absolutely. I don't know if if Stevie Steve Cohen is going to bring him because I, I don't know if he accepts the fact, uh, even though the stories were untrue, that they want that publicity. No, right, yeah, uh, with the Mets. I think if
1: they really cared about, that, they would have signed him initially. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I don't think he's want he wants to take the publicity uh, from Trevor Bauer, but somebody will take him somebody not the, Yan- the yankees not they don't need him they they have a very good pitching staff so it's not the yankees the yankee fans don't bring him up bring them up he's not going to the yankees i could see him go back to cleveland mm. i mean uh, terry uh, terry francone is still there yeah um why not i mean maybe cleveland takes him back uh, they added a, another top pitcher and uh, still a good pitcher with that pitching staff so Maybe the Cleveland like Indians. I mean, for depth? Cleveland. Uh, what do they call them? Guardians. Themselves? Guardians. The Cleveland Guardians. <clears throat> what about the Cardinals? They're, they're the Cardinals. The, the Colorado. Yeah, yeah. Colorado might take him. <laughs> um, maybe the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, they could use some depth because
1: they have good star power in the rotation. They don't have a lot of depth though, so it's worth. a I mean, they're a good price.
2: organization that yeah. will take a guy on like that and right decide what they want to do with him. But I I do believe Trevor Bauer. Uh, will be reinstated on another baseball team. Some I mean, he's already reinstated, but he will be playing on another baseball team sometime this season. I just don't know right. who.
0: Yeah. So let's some- get Uncle Stevie cooking.
2: I-, I don't think he's going to the. It's Mets. It's not
1: going to be a lot of money, and the Mets do not need that backlash.
2: <laughs> I don't think the Mets are going to bring him in. I don't what think backlash.
0: Gonna- he didn't do anything. That's why. That's why he's being reinstated. Because if it if the things that happened were true, there was a lot of evidence that is pretty shady about the whole thing. They would have. No one no one in their right mind would have been like, yeah, let him back early if they didn't have good reasons. Leaf
2: says maybe but Texas. Yeah, he could go to Texas. Yeah, I could see that.
0: Absolutely. No, Uncle Stevie. All right. Get that, get that fourth guy in there. Now the rotation's coming together.
2: I don't think he's yes, going. Yes, Ben, I we did mention the Philadelphia, too. Philadelphia, I could see do it, too. I, I
0: could see them do it. <clears> Tops yeah, in there. Some
2: bags in that city. They'd be okay with it. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it'll be interesting. So, uh, you ready to go into our week 16 picks? Baby? Yep. Here we go. So it, we've been blaming
1: Michael LaFleur and the offensive line and the, and the defense all night for why the jets lost, but you could just blame Derek. He picks the jets again. So mm. the jinx continues. I yeah. didn't, I had the Jags. <laughs> yes, chef. We know, but Derek mountain is the resident <laughs> jets jinx. Yes. All right, we'll get one of Love the you, Derek. Uh, we'll get one of the uh, not so great games out of the way. First, the Atlanta Falcons at the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I got the Ravens this one in a uh, defensive duel. I'm going to I'll take them 20 to 13. Both of these quarterbacks are not great right now. Good, Jeff.
0: Uh I'm I'm gonna have to go with Atlanta on this. Ooh, one. All right. I hate I hate Arthur Smith, but <laughs> yeah, I haven't no. seen anything. I haven't seen anything out of Baltimore that says they can score. So give me Atlanta because they listen. They were down fourteen nothing early to New Orleans last week, and then came back and made it a game. So they can put up some points. So I'll 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 go Atlanta in this one.
2: I ho- I thought you don't like Desmond Ritter,
0: <laughs> but I do love Drake London. Oh. Okay. Ah, uh, I have.
2: I have Atlanta in this game, too. I, Lamar Jackson's not playing. Huntley is not 100% healthy. I, I do believe they'll be able to run against Atlanta, but that's not going to do much. And Atlanta's defense has been horrible, uh, and, and so has Baltimore's defense. So it could go back and forth offensively. So I, I'll trust that Atlanta is a better team, and they're going to go into Baltimore, and they'll be able to run the ball down Baltimore's throats. So give me Atlanta. I think it'll be close, 16-13. All right, another AFC North NFC South
1: matchup, the New Orleans Saints at the Cleveland Browns. This one I'm actually going to go with the upset. I'm going to take the Saints here because the Saints can stop the run, and I don't know if the Browns have enough depth to be able to attack the rest of that secondary. Donovan Peoples-Jones has been all right, but still not great. And this, the Browns defense has been up in the run, too. I think this is a big game for Alvin Kamara. And don't be surprised if Taysom Hill does it, too. Browns have a lot of pressure. I'll take the Saints
0: 24-20. Not me, friend. I'm going Browns. I love me some Deshaun Watson. What a player this guy is, huh? Terrific! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> give
2: me the Browns. <laughs> I have the Browns too. I think the Browns will obviously home. Uh, they're going to be able to put pressure on the Saints. The Saints offensive line has not really protect any quarterback all season long. And, and there, even though they've been pretty good offensive line over the years, this isn't the same offensive line we remember it to be for the last five six years when Drew Brees was there. So, give me Cleveland. I think Cleveland will win this game. It'll be close. Another close game. 17-13 Right. Hold on, sidebar okay. hold
0: on, sidebar before you go on. If Andy Dalton's available, do you take Andy Dalton next year at Errol? No. Okay, go ahead.
1: All right, right, Jeff, it is time for your Motor City Kitties (laughs) traveling to Carolina to take on the Panthers. And this time I will pick them to win because the Panthers' offense is nothing special. And the Lions' secondary has played a little better in recent weeks, so I think they'll be able to contain DJ more. And the run defense has been really good as well. Carolina's kind of a streaky offense. The Panthers' defense will keep it close, though. They do have a pretty good front seven. I think they'll be able to rush Jared Goff, but I'll take the Lions 24-20.
0: Of course I'm taking the Lions. Dan Campbell is a stud. That dude still looks like he could bench press a 1,000 pounds, doesn't he? Dan Campbell, just pure stud. I'm taking the Lions because Dan Campbell scares me.
2: (laughs) He's going for the kneecaps. I got the Lions, too. I I don't think Caroline is any good. Their defense has played well, really, ever since, uh, you know, Mr. Uh, Big Man takes his college job. But um, I like Detroit. I, I like their offense. I'm not too fond of their secondary and their defense, but I, there's nothing that scares me on Carolina offensively. So give me Detroit. Uh, Detroit on a big, I think a big win, 30-17. to 17. All right, Jeff,
1: your New England Patriots hosting the Cincinnati Bengals, and you're actually going to like this. I actually am going to take New England here. It seems like the perfect, like, too hot game for the Bengals. And it seems like the perfect Belichick comes back with a vengeance after the way they lost last week's game for the, for the Patriots. I think the Bengals are looking ahead to the Bills next week. It's a big matchup for them at home. I think this is a letdown game for them. They're too hot. They're due to lose at some point. Give me the Patriots 2016.
0: That's one of the worst analyzations of any game I've ever seen. Bengals buy a trillion, dude. They can put up points. The Patriots can't score points. They can't, unless it's on defense or special teams. They're at What are they averaging? One touchdown a game? Dude, the Bengals will score more than that because you can't just kick field goals all the time. Bengals win this game.
2: Oh, the Bengals win this game. Uh, Joe Burrow throws about 350 yards in this game a good, against a good defense. He'll get hits, and they'll throw him off, but Joe Burrow stands in the pocket and makes the plays that he does. Jamar Chase has two touchdowns and 100 yards, and yes, as good as the Patriots have been defensively this year, uh, this offense will explode against a very good defense. 27-12. Uh,
1: by the way, I forgot to mention Derek. Uh, Derek has the Lions, too, and the, bang- uh, and the Bengals in this game. He had the Browns, and he had the Ravens. All
0: yeah, right. You're making me rethink all my picks. <laughs> no, he's only a jinx for the Jets. Ugh.
1: All right, uh, Buffalo, Chicago. I, I don't think everyone has Buffalo in this one, I would imagine. I have 34-21 to 21. Bills. What do you have,
0: Jeff? Yeah, yeah. I, I feel terrible for Carl. I'm also <laughs> taking the Bills. And I also laid the eight points. I've already bet them and laid yeah. the eight points because this spread's only going to get worse. So, yeah, give me give me the Bills by a trillion.
1: i Carl's rooting for the Matank at this point.
0: He should. I mean, I guess. It's just, you know, sometimes Carl's such a nice dude. Sometimes you just feel sad for people that their teams stink. You know, because Michigan's going to get body bagged again this year. This is going to be fun, isn't it?
2: Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, I yawn because I already know what's going to happen in this game. I think Justin Fields has a good game because uh, Buffalo has a problem stopping fast quarterback. So I believe Justin Fields will put up his points and he'll keep his team in the game early. But I I, I just think that this team is too explosive defensively. Uh, They're going to get at him. They're going to try to throw him off. And maybe he gets hurt in this game, Justin Fields. That's why it scares me to start him in my fantasy league. But uh, give me Buffalo in this game. I, I think it's going to be nice and cold in Chicago on a nice 1 o'clock Sunday game. Buffalo wins 27-14. Mm-hmm. The Houston Texans
1: at the very struggling Tennessee Titans. Uh, this is where the Titans bounce back. I know Malik Willis is probably going to start a quarterback. Houston can't stop the run to save their life. And I think that it could actually help them in this game. Derrick Henry will have his... Big, beastly game that he usually has. Oh, to he'll protect. have a good game, but the,
2: the whole rest of the team is going to suck. Yeah, I mean,
1: Derrick Henry, like, he's had 150-plus yards in f- uh, five straight games against Houston. That, that's going to be unheard of. Malik Willis, he's not going to throw for a lot, but I don't think he'll need to. I think he'll run for a lot, though. I think he can, I can see him having a rushing touchdown. And the defense that can't stop Evan Engram will be able to stop the rest. 24-13, Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee. No, it's, it, it,
0: Houston's won one game. Tennessee, move
2: on. Yeah, Houston's not going to win this game, and they want the number one pick, and they're probably going to land the number one pick. Give me Tennessee. Well, that's, the
0: thing, that's the thing that scares me. Their quarterback is the one playing for his job, so maybe he wants to win.
2: Yeah, I, I, I think he knows he's not getting that job. Yeah. Uh twenty four seventeen.
0: It's basically the Gardner-Minshew effect with that. 24-17, there. Tennessee. Oh, there's another one. Errol, Gardner-Minshew. Would you take him for yeah, your I him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would take him.
2: I'd take Gardner-Minshew. Yeah, I would take him. Like if he's manager. a stopgap guy for at least one year, and I think. Ar- my,
0: anytime I think of a random quarterback, I'm just going to throw him out there. See if you're okay. <laughs>
2: I like Minshew. I, right. I take Mincho. All right, speaking of it. Random quarterbacks,
1: one that used to be on the Jets, Geno Smith, and the Seattle Seahawks going to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. As a Giants fan, I'm definitely hoping the Chiefs win it, and I do think they will. It's at home for them. Seattle, I know they've had they've had issues stopping the run, and the Chiefs have run the ball recently better in recent weeks. Jarek McKinnon, last three games, has been fantastic, so I think they'll be able to get uh, they'll be able to run the ball and. The Seahawks will contain Mahomes a little bit, but not enough, and I think they'll be able to take out one receiver, not both. Actually, Tyler Lockett's not even going to play, so that's going to be hard. So Seahawks keep it close for three quarters. Chiefs pull away 31-20.
2: Chiefs. Yeah, I I, I don't know how you can argue this. I mean, uh, the Chiefs are by far the best team best team right now in the AFC I, you argue back and forth it could be I Buffalo. I know record-wise people would say Buffalo, but I, I think it is the Chiefs. Uh, they're playing Seattle, and, and Seattle has to go all the way to Kansas City. And Kansas City is a really good home team. And I expect them to be able to run against the Seattle defense, who hasn't stopped the run in the last couple of weeks. I, I like, uh, how do you pronounce his name? Pachu or whatever his Pacheco. name is. Pachenko. Pachenko. I like I him. Pacheco? Yeah, I, I think he's a good play, man. I I really do Rutgers. Yes. Yes. It seems like a lot of these Rutgers running backs really uh, pan out in the NFL. So, yeah, yeah, like who else? Um, There was one that played for Baltimore. There
1: there was one that played for Baltimore that was great for six years and then decided to throw a punch. (laughs) Ray Rice. Forget about him.
0: Oh, yeah. I guess Ray Rice did go. I couldn't even I didn't remember. He went there, but no one else. is. I'll tell you what Rutgers is good for. Defensive backs. Yeah, they are. Terrific defensive yeah. backs. Yeah, we way. all know. That.
2: Stop. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kansas City wins 35-14. to 14. All right. The New York Giants at the Minnesota Vikings. I am
1: a Giants fan. I was not optimistic last week, and they won. This week, I'm not optimistic again because the Vikings – They finally proved a lot in the comeback that could also spread the ball around. Errol's been saying it all year. There have been certain games where Minnesota only force feeds Jefferson. That wasn't the case last week. KJ Osborne got involved. Adam Thielen and Hawkins. Finally, Adam
2: Thielen. Yeah, they, all three of them got involved. and That's going to be a great matchup against the Giants' defense that has not been the same. They've been. There is up. nobody on that in that secondary for the Giants that's going to stop yeah. Jefferson. And nobody.
1: The Giants also can't stop the run right now
2: either. They did a better job against Washington. I'll give them credit,
1: but Minnesota's offensive line is much better. The Giants, I think, will be able to keep it close with a couple big plays. Daniel Jones running, I think, in the first half, but Minnesota pulls away in the second half. Give me Minnesota thirty-four to
0: twenty. I think that's the fairest assessment, Speedy. I also like Minnesota in this game. Uh, I had the Giants win last week. I just don't think they, they, they can pull it off this week. So I'll, I'll take the bonus.
2: Yeah, I do not have the Giants. Everybody knows I have Minnesota in this game. I think it's an absolute blowout. They're going to kill the Giants. I, I, 27-14. All right. Uh, the Washington
1: Commanders at the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, I'm going to take San Francisco. I do think it will be closer than people think, though, because I do think the Washington defense still is going to be tough up front at, at stopping the run. So I don't know if Christian McCaffrey has the same level of the game. That being said, Brock Purdy has been very impressive. I like the matchup for a lot of these slot receivers to emerge. The Giants attack that late in the game, and I think that will end up the Niners will definitely be able to do it to another level. And obviously their defense will force turnovers on Taylor Heineke. So give me the Niners. Close game, 20-13.
0: I love me some Iowa State Cyclone guys when they get there. Give me Brock Purdy. I, I love me uh, some Brock Purdy. He's a gamer, dude. He's on point. And, and the rest of San Francisco might be the best roster offense and defense in the rest I of the I think they league. are, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. they're terrific. So I, I don't know how you can bet against San Francisco here. So, so I'll take them.
2: I absolutely have San Francisco in this game. They're home. Uh, it's not even about the quarterback. This defense is absolutely shut down, and they can run the ball. Christian McCaffrey is a star. Uh, Debo Samuel will not play this week. It doesn't really matter. I just think they're a much better team. Uh, I think it'll be not a high-scoring game. I, th- I, I would see it's 27 or 20-7 to 7 or 20-10. to 10. That's where I think the game will end. Uh, San Francisco wins. All right, the Philadelphia Eagles
1: at the Dallas Cowboys. Jalen Hurts now officially out. Now, even if Jalen Hurts was playing, I still was taking Dallas here. I I mentioned this is going to be one of the games the Eagles were going to lose towards the end of the year. I
2: thought Tennessee was going to be the other one. And the Beef's going to take all the credit. You see, uh, Jalen Hurts and the the Eagles aren't that good. Yeah, yeah, their whole team needs to be out for the Cowboys to win. Good for him.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, they'll win this game. I'm not going to say it'll help them for the playoffs, Beef. They are where they are. They're going to be the wild card team. They're not winning the division, so don't get your hopes up for that. They're still going to – the Eagles are not losing out, which is what the Cowboys – need to help happens. Dallas does win this game, though, 23-17. to 17.
0: I hope Beav's listening so he can <laughs> see that I do not hate the Dallas Cowboys. I am taking the Dallas Cowboys in this game because I do not hate them. I just hate the Beav. <laughs> we know.
2: Uh, yeah, I have Dallas in this game too. I think they're going to get at whoever's starting for them. I <laughs> Yeah, it's Minshew, right? It's Minshew. It's Minshew. So it's Jets audition. Yeah, well, I, I don't know about that, but it. it, it I hope
0: he is a Jet. I hope he is a Jet. He drives that crazy prison bus to the stadium every day. <laughs> <The>
2: prison bus. <laughs> they'll, love the, they'll love the mustache. It'll be just like the Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> All the mustaches. Lives
0: in a prison bus.
2: Well, I, I I think Philadelphia will not win this game. I, I think Dallas right now they can run the ball. I think they'll be able to run against Philadelphia on Ballard. Sunday. I do, and I think they'll be able to throw against them a little bit, and the defense will put pressure on Minshew, and he will make mistakes, and and obviously Philadelphia will lose their second game of the season. It's not going to make a difference. They're the best team right now in the NFL. I, I still do believe it. Um, Dallas wins the game 24-20. Well, Derek is faking okay, his on, Eagles. Hold. He's okay, faking okay, them.
0: Hold. Good. Okay, hold on. Random quarterback alert for Earl. Oh, of course. Cooper Rush. You take it, Cooper Rush. Never. <laughs>
2: Never. I'd rather have Mike White.
0: Dallas. I would yeah. rather
2: Mike White. I would rather Mike White. Do they want to take a chance with uh, two Dal- ex-Dallas quarterbacks, Mike White and Cooper Rush? I would take Mike White over him any I'm day. I'm just
0: saying Cooper Rush did pretty good. Never. I,
2: I'd, listen, I'd rather okay. choke on a sausage than have Cooper Rush as my starting quarterback.
0: Look, here, here, here's a theory, though. Everyone sucks when they're with the Cowboys and they flourish other places. If he already did good with Dallas, he could be... Dude, he could
2: be a Pro Bowler with the Jets. Ah, oh, it, it, he's definitely not going to be a Jet. Go ahead, next one.
1: All right. Well, Derek has
2: faith in his Eagles. He's apparently
1: picking them. He of also picked he the Forty Nine ers. No, he picked against them the same week I did with Tennessee. Though. Good for him. Oddly enough. All right, next game: the Las Vegas Raiders at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, game is in Pittsburgh. Uh, unfortunately, Franco Harris passing away. I think they'll win this one in his honor. I think Najee Harris has a great game in his honor. The Raiders have not been able to stop the run all year long. And I do think this defense for the Steelers did play has played well recently the last couple months. The Raiders have a little bit of a letdown after the miracle. They have a slow start to this game. Give me Pittsburgh
0: 24-20. to Yeah, I, I, home, away, I don't really care. I think Pittsburgh stakes. I think they're terrible. I think they have one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. I'm taking Vegas in this game. This is what Vegas does. Vegas comes on late. They did it the year they fired Gruden when their wide receiver was running over people. Last year, stuff. yes. Yeah. Vegas comes on late. And they're two and a half point underdogs. They're on the road. Give me Vegas. I like Vegas in this
2: one. Yeah, Vegas in this game, too. I, I, I do believe Derek Carr's the better quarterback. We don't even know who's starting for Pittsburgh. And I think they have the better better overall team uh, Vegas showed you that they can compete against decent teams all season long and play bad against really bad teams. But I got Vegas in this game going to Pittsburgh. Um, 24-10. It probably will be Mitch Trubisky,
1: but who knows? Maybe it'll be uh, Matty Caps' boy, Mason Rudolph. Oh, okay, ra-
0: okay, random <laughs> quarterback alert. Here it is, Raiders backup Jarrett Stidham. You taking him, Earl?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there was any shot in how He was going to take Jared Stidham I think he'd probably take they... Chris Trevler Over Jared Stidham at this point I'm
0: just trying to find out where the line is
1: Alright, <laughs> the Green Bay Packers At the Miami Dolphins uh, I mentioned in the weekend crunch, I, this might last week against Buffalo might be the last game Miami loses this season. They're not this bad. I think this is their redemption game. Hey, Packers fans, your man of your nightmares is coming on. Raheem Mostert, to us very well against the Bills last week. I think he has a nice game in this one. I think Jair Alexander will shut down one of the receivers, but not both of them. I think Miami's offense bounces back, and that Packers defense in the front seven is horrible. The Packers will be able to get some level of running game, but I don't think they'll be able to do it the whole game. Miami's front seven has been pretty good as well. So give me Miami 35-24.
0: Yeah, the fact that this game is in Miami is bad news for Packers fans. It's not that Miami has a great holding field advantage. It's one of the biggest drug smuggling ports in the country. <laughs> Someone's going to get some ayahuasca over the country. For Aaron Rodgers. He's going to play high as shit. High as shit, this guy's gonna be. So give me Miami. Ayahuasca. Who says that? Only
2: Jeff Aaron Rodgers. Oh
0: <laughs> my god!
2: This is a game that I I could see I could see an upset. I'm I gonna take and I just picked Miami. I'm gonna take <laughs> I'm gonna take Green Bay in this game. I, I am. I, I think it'll be a close game. Miami will have an early lead, but I, I I did. Green Bay's still playing for something, and I think they know they're playing for something. Washington could lose this week. The Giants could lose this week. All the teams in front of them could lose, and they, they're still in a pretty good spot where if they win out and some of these teams lose, they could go to the playoffs. So give me Green Bay. I think Green Bay wins the game. I think it'll be close, um, 24-21. All right. We don't have to go through this game very
1: much. It might be the ugliest game of the year, the Broncos and the Rams. I'll just take the Rams 16-13, to ugly game.
0: Oof. This one is the Beef Bowl. this week. Yes, the new, this week's the beef, bowl, beef Bowl, yes. Bowl. Yeah, That's a good way to put it. The... It's the turn in the punch bowl. Oh huh. uh, God! Russell is Russell Wilson playing?
1: Yeah, it looks like he will. Yes. But...
0: And and who's home? Rams. 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 Oh, okay. Then I, then I'll take the Rams. Yeah, I, it's. It, it, I mean, it, this is like, you know, do you eat Taco Bell or or massive amounts of cheese to shit your brains out? Either way, <laughs> it's diarrhea. <laughs>
2: I, have, I have the Rams in this game. I, I I think Baker Mayfield will do enough in this game, even though he looked like crap the other day. Um, and and to me, I think they they have enough defensively to keep him in the game. I I don't know what the Broncos are going to do in this game offensively, even with Russell Wilson. There's nothing that says, tells me that this team is going to change the way they've played all season. Nathaniel Hackett will be gone at the end of the season. They'll be looking. Maybe they hire Michael Flohr. It'll be. Hey. It'll, help the, it'll help the Jets out. I don't know. Maybe they trade for Zach Wilson. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they will. Maybe that okay. could happen. All right,
0: we played right. play the quarterback game. Now let's play the offensive coordinator game. It, <laughs> if Robert Solid was to hire Nathaniel Hackett to run oh, the God. offense, would you take him? Yeah, I would. You would? Yeah, I would. Yeah, he's, he's a pretty good coordinator. He's not a good head coach. I, he was good
2: the one year in Jacksonville. I'll give you that. Beyond would be on that. <laughs> I, t- I take Nathaniel Hackett as my offensive corner. Yeah, I would. Absolutely. Oh,
0: he- oh here's another one. Now we're back to the quarterback game. Trevor Simeon. Oh, God.
2: We have already had him. <laughs> I don't want him again. I know,
0: but now he's like a more grown-up. No, thank like you. Zino don't Smith. want
2: him. <laughs> don't want him.
1: L.A. wins the game. All right. uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Trace McSorley, now the starting quarterback for Arizona. Colt McCoy is out.
2: Uh, Tampa wins this game. The Cardinals' defense will keep it close for a little bit, but I can't this imagine. This game them. is an absolute blowout. Could yeah, you imagine okay. a Sunday night game? Yes, Tom Brady's there, but this is a crappy game. Oh, oh yeah,
1: it's the game we all watched we're You want all to talk about the beef up on
2: This is beef ball too, okay? No,
1: no, no, no. no, no Zayvon no, Collins no, no. is in it. You can't you can't no no Zayvon Collins no, teams can first have beef all, ball. This,
0: first of all, this this game has at least players that you could watch in it. Godwin, Brady, Evans, guys, you know, guys I like love Zayvon Collins, right? Like it's got guys name a player, one player on either one of those other teams you'd want to watch. No, Godwin and Vita Bay are good enough for me. <laughs> I think Vita Bay is out. Oh, he's out? Oh, that's a shame. He might be. I think he might be because he, he messed right. up his ankle last game. Ah, oh, so. damn.
1: Nevertheless, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll take Tampa 23-13. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's Tampa. I, I, I love Arizabin, but it's, yes. it's Tampa this
2: week. 28 uh, nothing Tampa. Oh. All right. Monday Night Football,
1: the L.A. Chargers. At the Indianapolis Colts. Well, I'll take back what I said about the Chargers. They won the two games they needed to win. They beat Miami. They dominated Miami. Probably should have won that game by double digits. And they gritted out against the Titans last week. I gave them credit. They actually did well when it mattered most. Give me the Chargers, thirty to fourteen. They will make the playoffs.
0: They now this are. This is the, make the moment I've been waiting for all season. What? Chargers Colts. Do you know why I've been waiting for this all season? No. This is the final nail. In the Jets' playoff hopes, right here. If they win, Jets are done. That's it. Jets are out.
2: The Jets are out because already.
0: Cha- well, n- well. Only if the Chargers. Uh, the
2: Jets are out, dude. The Jets are done.
0: Oh, no, that's not true. Because if you won your, if the if the Chargers. They need two out of three
1: of those teams to lose out now.
0: Right, and the char- if the Chargers could do it, because Speedy, are they the least clutch team in football? Uh, they they usually are, but they weren't last week. Right, and if the and if and if now the Jets win out and the Chargers lose out, but that's not going to happen. I believe in Justin Herbert. This is the final nail in the Jets playoff, but the elite Jets playoff hopes.
2: Again, he's taking out whatever, whatever. I I, I have the Chargers too. I think the Chargers will win. Uh, I don't like what I saw with the Colts after having a thirty nothing lead going into the second half against the Minnesota Vikings, it's just absolutely choking. Nothing sells to me about that defense. That that defense, which was supposed to be one of the top five, top six defenses in the league this year, yes, with injuries. At uh, Leonard's been out, but that doesn't that doesn't matter. They have too many good players on that line where they should not be as bad as they are. Uh, it's absolutely impractical. I, I don't know what to say. I, it's just, I'm disgusted, all right? Uh, the Chargers win. They clinch. 21
1: 17. Don't worry. Don't worry, Colts. Uh, if Je- Since Jeff Satter doesn't worked uh, out, uh, now Dan Campbell's winning in Detroit. Maybe John Jansen will coach the Colts now instead. Okay,
0: cool. Okay, quarterback alert, uh, Errol <laughs> Sam Ellinger. No. Uh, Sam Ellinger's not bad, dude. I
2: don't want Sam Ellinger. I don't want a Mike White lookalike, okay? I don't want it, all right? I don't want this garbage that you're mentioning. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell I'll tell you that I'll tell you the four quarterbacks if they become available I'd be looking at Aaron Rodgers being one of them if he becomes available if he becomes available which a don't lot of people
0: Mark Jackson don't waste your time
2: uh, a lot of people think that he will no nope. Jimmy Garoppolo being another one if he becomes available <laughs> Derek Carr being another one if he becomes available and who's the other guy I was speaking about the other day with one of my friends uh, he, he might become available. Daniel uh, Jones? <laughs> no. Daniel Jones. Well, though, no, if the Giants don't. It, was, it wasn't him. Daniel Jones. Okay. It was somebody else. I, I, it wasn't Lamar Jackson either. I what, about,
0: what about the reverse thing in Green Bay there? What if Aaron Rodgers stays and Jordan Love. Oh, Jordan Love. Yeah. Him? I, would, well, if, I, I, I would absolutely make a move for Jordan Love. You're yeah, right. Because there's talk. He could force the trade, right? Yep. He could yeah. run out if that's the case. So would you take Jordan Love? Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: I think I think I I would definitely take a flyer and Jordan Love, but uh, again right. again we'll we'll see what happens. But it's re- really it's between three quarterbacks and and it's Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, and Jimmy Garoppolo, and, and a lot of people. Th- oh, actually, Jared Goff too, if he becomes available. Oh yeah, Jared. Sure. Now I don't know if he will, but if Jared Goff becomes available, Jared Goff's the other guy. So, I mean,
0: all, like realistically, yeah. Though, other than maybe Green Bay, because maybe they do like Jordan Love, okay? Mm-hmm. Those other teams can't afford to part with their quarterbacks. You don't know. We still don't know what Trey Lance is. He wasn't looking good when he did start the season, right? And it's like, if you're Vegas, you don't want to become Indianapolis and be searching for another quarterback because he's not on the roster now, and then you'd have to draft somebody. So how can Vegas afford to get rid of They Derek might get Carr?
2: Aaron Rodgers, and Derek Carr might be available. That that could happen, and that, that could absolutely very much happen. And if Aaron Rodgers goes there, Derek Carr becomes available, and I do believe that if he becomes available, you're, you're not going to—they're not getting a first-round draft pick for Derek. What
0: a kick in the dick that would be to Green Bay Packer fans, right? Like Aaron Rodgers' contract is what prevented you from getting from re-signing Devontae Adams. So one season later, Aaron Rodgers leaves to go rejoin yeah. Devontae Adams what <laughs> a to a better team. To a better be. team. All we get to ruined
1: it. by Josh McDaniels. <laughs>
0: I mean, can you imagine how irate they would be if that happened? They'd be irate, and I think it could. Yep. They all sell their stock. Oh, Ben is slowly walking towards the nearest bridge right now. I can just feel it.
1: (laughs) Ben's going to his... uh... Ben's going to his, his <laughs> stock and saying, "No, nah, no, nah, I don't want a piece of this anymore. They're uh, good. I'm, I'm going to go buy stock in the in the Vegas Raiders.
2: It is fun.
0: If that, had, Errol, just imagine how mad you would be if you had one of the best quarterbacks of all time, and because he was selfish and took a huge contract, you lost your other best player on the team. You know, and then they end up a year and a half later on the same team again. Like Ben says, whoa. Packers
2: matched Adams' offer from the Raiders, though." So they they did offer him and matched him. He decided to go to the Raiders because he wanted to play with Derek Carr. And and now Derek Carr could be gone. And a lot of people believe that McDaniels, if he does come back, Derek Carr is not the guy. And he doesn't want Derek Carr to be the guy. So uh, it's so funny how everybody... Zach Wilson of the Raiders. There we go. I know. I don't think Zach Wilson. I think Aaron Rodgers. I could see and that If happen.
0: You're Detroit. You cannot let Jared Goff leave. You cannot. No, buddy. That scene
2: doesn't seem likely. But you never know. You just—they could know. try to sell him at his
1: highest point. I don't think it's likely either. But it, they could try to sell it now while he had his best season with
0: them. You never Dude, like, know. They've been—they've ser- been searching for relevancy for so long that they've finally found it a little bit. Right? They seem to be on the right track. You cannot hit the reset button and start looking for a quarterback all over again. We'll see.
2: I I don't know if they make the playoffs. No, they re-sign him. Yeah, right. uh, but if they don't, they might sit back and say, "I, I we've seen enough for Derek Goff. He there was bright side. So- there was there was bright parts of the year, and there was some dark parts of the year. And I I we'd rather look somewhere else where we have control of the quarterback instead of overpaying a quarterback. Uh, ben also says, I've heard cars are
1: possible for replacement for Rodgers, so maybe he thinks they'll get traded as part of each other maybe. in the same deal. Yeah, maybe yeah, that that's could possible. happen. And then he I says, don't know
2: why they would do that when they have Jordan Love. That wouldn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, I feel like that would diminish
1: the value. I don't know how it purposeful make any it would sense. be. He also says, uh, Green Bay trades Love for picks after that in that Yeah. Deal. Okay maybe yeah, it depends I mean, on how much they trust the rest of their roster if the rest of their roster didn't fall off badly the way it did this year it might be it, i might have agreed with you on that but again it, it's going to be hard to do cuz can you trust a lot of that defense you're going to be losing a lot of it in the offseason the offensive line was all banged up again and again besides the running backs and, and Tanya was pretty good for a little bit they really don't have a lot to trust right now no
0: yeah, it, it's going I mean, to be just, awesome just it's going to be an awesome up there in green bay hmm. can you just Feel the sadness like starting to leak into Lambeau Field. Like they have nothing going forward now.
2: Right now, it doesn't look good for them. It, it really doesn't. They're they're going I don't, to I don't have know to rebuild. Turn it so. around. They're it's going to have be to really rebuilt. hard because
1: they're really yeah. badly cash strapped too. Yeah. Very much like the Saints are and the Browns will be next year. It's going to be very hard because they're going to be losing a lot of defensive players too. Because they're because they already gave a lot of big contracts in addition to Rodgers too. So it's going to be very hard I... for them.
0: I can't wait to watch them get rid of Rodgers and then in the first two rounds draft like three wide receivers. That'll be hilarious. I don't think they need to. Christian Watson's a real deal. He's a yeah, real no, deal. They still need to. Just yeah. because they have one, the rest of that team is a dumpster fight. They just cut Randall Cobb again, I think, mm. right? He's, <laughs> so he's gone. Right. But like the rest of those receivers aren't really any they good. They cut Sammy
1: Watkins too, I think. So.
0: Right.
1: And I think, yeah. Well, Sammy went...
0: Watkins deserves to be cut from every team
2: what a bust he became
1: he might he might go back to the chiefs at this rate. Right? that was the last i remember he had when success. he was drafted
2: in Clemson and somebody traded up for him buffalo buffalo traded up for him and and all that other mishmash and he just couldn't stay healthy and the guy's been a bust he's been a journeyman
0: in the in league
1: yeah i i wouldn't be surprised though if he does go back to the chiefs so he had a little bit of a success there
0: i mean that just tells you how talented he really is though because if he was athletically, a much of a yeah, bust, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, he's not that much of a bust because, like, when he's healthy, he's great. It's just he's not healthy. It's, the health is a problem.
1: Uh, ben says you know? Watson was, uh, Watkins was a bad signing. Yeah, it's a hit or miss, Ben. That's what you have to deal with at this point because of his injuries. Yes, Watson is a stub, but like we were saying though, it's one receiver. They need a core. It's it's very hard. Look at look, Look at teams – look at the Texans with Andre Johnson, and then they had a big drop-off of who their next receiver was. Their team offenses were never great because of it. It's hard to win like that where you have one receiver that's great and a big drop-off, unless you're the Chiefs well, with Andy Reid and Mahomes.
0: Well, you know, the the, the here's the other thing I kind of have a problem with is when we talk about, like, oh, receivers, receivers – uh I really like Bobby Tunyon, and he's a receiver even though he's a tight end like he's another pass. Yeah, sucker. he's good. Like, yeah, he's, just, he's he's a good player. Yeah, like yeah. when he's healthy Bobby Tunyon's pretty good, man.
2: Yeah, he hasn't had a very good couple of weeks and uh he hasn't no, really helped me this out. This year's
0: <laughs> been rough. This year's been rough because of the injuries, but when he's healthy, he's dangerous, man. Yeah, he is. No, Tunyon can play.
1: His struggles have helped you out because Watson is striving. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Somebody had to take a step back to get Watson his targets. Mm-hmm.
0: And not for nothing, it took Watson a while. Like, he had a lot like, of injury 10. problems. Yeah.
2: Now he's figuring it out. Every single week, he's been just explosive <clears> for <throat> Green Bay. And I think he's just, this week, too, even against the, the Miami Dot they're going to have problems stopping him. So uh, he will be up there. And I think he'll score a couple of touchdowns in the game. I do. I think it's gonna be hard for them to stop him. Their secondary has not looked good the last couple of yeah, they've weeks. had a trouble with big plays. I think yeah. Watson definitely could strive off
1: of that. The question is could they get it from everywhere else and can they get a consistent running game? Because AJ oh. Dillon's come along a little bit, but he hasn't not had a good season either.
0: All right, I got uh, like a weird weird thing. We were doing this earlier, Errol. Oh, <laughs> uh uh let's do let's do a Patriots Jets trade. I'll take mm-hmm. Mike LaFleur. Mm-hmm. If you, in return, take that, no. Matt, Patricia, no, oh, I knew you were going to say that. Oh, I was
2: ready to say no. I knew that's what you were doing. I don't want that fat slob on my roster. I don't want him
0: there. Or, or, or we'll throw in Joe Judge.
2: <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. Wait, now here, here's the... how about this? Oh. I won't take any of them. And you could have Michael Floor for free, dude. I'll take it. Now here, here's yeah, the okay. thing,
1: though. Here's the here's the hidden twist, Jeff. If Jeff Olbrick is gone somewhere else, I think he will be. Does does Matt Patricia being a defensive quarter coordinator be eligible in this deal?
0: No. Okay. So it's strictly no, because, offense. Okay. Right. Yeah. Because what's, what's I'll tell you what's going to end up happening in new England. Mark my words. This is happening. Mm-hmm. Gerard Mayo yes. is leaving. He's going somewhere and getting a job right now. Gerard Mayo is co-defensive coordinator with Steve Belichick. Right. Matt Patricia is going to stay with the Patriots and just flip to the other side of the ball. Okay. You watch Yeah, I could see. So so they'll plug that hole with Matt Patricia on the defensive side. And then they'll just be like, oh, well, we moved Matt Patricia out. Now we need an offensive coordinator. And that's how they're going to get around like embarrassing him and firing him. And that's, and that's how the Patriots keep it rolling, baby. Well, that's why I only brought it up in the trade because that Patricia probably
1: would be useful as a defensive coordinator, just not on offense.
0: Right. But Ger- Gerard Mayo is probably going to get a job somewhere. Yeah.
1: No, I, I, I I've been hearing that too. Demeco Ryan is the most likely candidate for a defensive coordinator turned to head coach. But yeah, I think he's the second guy right now. Well, How
0: many teams are going to fire their coach? You think this year? Well, there's already there's already two openings, right? Because Carolina is open and Indianapolis is open. Yeah,
1: Indianapolis definitely will be will be have a spot open. The question is, do they want another? So
0: Carolina, they both fired their coaches midseason, so they'll do a coaching search. And whether they keep the, the interim or not, that yeah. is what it is. But they're doing the coaching search. So I think
2: I think Sean Payton goes to the tar- Chargers at the end of the season. I do. That's why Chargers. I yeah, I think he, no matter what happens, they make the playoffs or not. I think they'll fire their coach, and Sean Payton will be taken over. Didn't
0: they just hire that dude? Yeah, two yeah, last years ago. Year.
2: Last year, two years ago.
0: I don't know if they'll do that.
2: I do. They
1: shouldn't, but I, again, it's L.A. They might be flashy. Everyone's it's Payton,
0: Sean Payton. Th- does Cliff Kingsbury get canned? No, not this
1: year. Maybe next year. Denver should, and the
0: Raiders should, but I Denver, don't know. the Raiders will uh, the keep Raiders theirs. can you know? They'll you keep theirs. The oh, they Raiders can't. They can't. Yeah. Why? Nothing. They- they can't, dude. Here,
2: here's the surprise. A, here's the surprise. What's a, gonna happen? You ready to hear this? Pete Carroll retires after oh, okay. this year.
0: All right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Jeff, what you're saying?
0: The the Raiders, and this is documented by two other writers, dude. Peter King and I think it was Field Gates. Okay. The Raiders can't fire Josh McDaniels. They can't afford it. They have oh, no money wow. because what? Because they have Gruted, they're so yeah. cash. Yeah, they're so cash poor. Like, dude, Mark Davis can't even afford a decent haircut. And they're (laughs) so cash poor (laughs) that they can't afford to pay that coaching staff and hire another one. So no matter what, Josh McDaniels and his staff will be back. Wow. They can't afford. Can you imagine being an NFL owner and having no money? (laughs) (laughs) What What does Mark Davis spend his money on? Prostitutes? (laughs) prostitutes <laughs> maybe,
1: maybe, maybe he's maybe he's spending on a ayahuasca to recruit Aaron Rodgers because the,
0: because the other thing is he didn't he didn't take any money out of his pocket for that stadium that was all built by like the casinos and Sheldon Adelson gave money and like all of those kind of people so and public funding he didn't pay for that so it's like where is all his money going dude who knows man ayahuasca to recruit Aaron Rodgers I, it's entirely possible. I mean, have you seen what Mark Davis looks like? He definitely, no, I know like micro- I've seen the
1: haircut memes for the last five years. Believe it.
0: Dude, I, he looks like he's microdosing constantly though. Doesn't he? Yeah. I mean, it's crazy, but like, yeah. So I don't, so Josh McDaniels is going nowhere.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Even well, they, they, I didn't realize even that. Though
0: they, even though I do, here's the best idea. Maybe this is how the Patriots get it done. <laughs> Robert Kraft volunteers to pay, for all the firings Mark Davis wants to do so we can bring Josh McDaniels back to be the offensive coordinator.
2: Mm.
1: I don't know if that's, like, crazy or brilliant.
2: Anyways, Jeff, uh, we'll let you go, man.
0: Yeah, it was it was fun tonight, Errol. I, I, honestly, yeah. I could not have jo- enjoyed this Jeff sure. game more. Watching you rant for a couple hours, I'm sure. uh, honestly, mm. just warms my heart. Well, you're welcome. I am extremely sad to see the elite Jets going home. Goodbye. Now.
2: Thank you. I'm done. Anyways, thank you to Jeff. Thank you to Ryan Spader. Go check him out. Check out his annual ball player ballot where he polls MLB alumni on who should be in the Hall of Fame. Go to www.theaceofspader.sbader.com. Um Yeah, Ryan was great. Uh, I want to wish everybody a Merry, Merry Christmas, really. Uh, Absolutely. um, Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Uh, We'll be be back next week, Speedy. Have a good time at home with your fam. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you and your family Merry Christmas and a happy damn New Year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And, uh, yeah, we'll be back on Wednesday, Thursday. Check out the Weekend Crunch on Saturday at 7 p.m.? 7 p.m., yep. 7 p.m. on 103.9 FM or... On iHeartRadio, LI News Radio at 7 p.m. Listen to us. Great show. I'm telling you guys, you'll laugh. It's great. Um, that's it. Good night.
0: You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.